You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. RJ is hilarious, dog. <laughs> you would think this nigga never did nothing in life, dog. This nigga is running. All right, look, man. What up? It's Josh Adams Podcast. It's July the 30th, because 31st, got to pay my car note. Um, <laughs> I, now I got a note again, so I, I keep up with that shit now. Um, sitting in the building, it's uh, the Josh Adams Podcast, if I ain't say that beforehand. Um, I got a hoodie on in the summertime, so it's weird weather. Kari Frazier is here. What up, though? Barefoot Good. for real today. Yeah, yeah, my baby barefoot over here. We drinking E40. Mm-hmm. Um, EJ is not here with us anymore. <laughs> nah, he just ain't here today. EJ, yeah, I'm talking EJ missing today. He, uh, he out with the missus yeah. and uh, doing comedy. And travel. Seen that nigga on the boat. Seen him on the boat. Him and his white woman. His white woman. I love Emily. His, Shout out to that. White I woman. love Emily. Shout out to him Emily. And his and queen, brother. His, his queen, his queen, wife. Brother. So he, you know, you married and you got a white woman. You do other shit, and I gotta respect that. Okay. You know what I'm so saying? What's, what, what do you do when you married to a white woman differently than when you when you married to a black woman? What you do in the summertime? Uh, you, Barbecue. I, 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 I'm assuming you try to get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? So she can do her, you can do her, you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. And, and, and Individualism. This, this nigga on a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga on a boat with his white woman. I don't know what they was drinking. They was drinking something. And dudes be on boats at, like behind Shane Park. It be dudes on boats all the time. But them don't be their wives. They be with oh, other okay. bitches. That's the okay. thing about it. <laughs> so if, if, if so EJ was married to Mary, a, if you black Mary, you yeah. got a boat for your side. Yeah. <laughs> you on a boat with another bitch and you ain't finna. To put her in the camera That's the difference <laughs> And nigga EJ was like Hey I'm here with my queen I was like Hey man I'm nigga Really doing this thing man uh, But yeah I just I knew what it was And he's he's got a different life And did we this the nigga, we the nigga side of him So he can come you be You know he's listening To this shit Yeah <laughs> And now he he Emily I love you Shout out to that Um, And I got a special Special guest in the studio This is my dog First time being on here And it's one of my favorite And he ain't even A new nigga in comedy But he just kind of New to the scene And he new to y'all But legitimately one of my favorite new niggas just because not only is he a funny ass comedian the nigga is like a producer of comedy and he he straight up got a whole like city on his back and i don't know if i'm putting i'm not putting a lot on he got a whole city on his back that didn't have a scene at first and now he's like at the forefront of it and um uh everybody give it up for my guy rj leary what's up yo, boy? Yo, yo. what up though i get to say it because i'm in detroit yeah you do i mean <laughs> i don't get that that's really not something i say all the time like i, I won't trip when niggas say that yeah, it's just y'all got different lingo that don't work back home. Even though we only 45 minutes away. Yeah. So if I try to use y'all lingo, like I try like, tell the nigga he's sweet or get your ass beat back home. Why? Because that mean gay. Why would that say, like, that? Like I walk up to nigga and say, what up, though, all the time. And I didn't even realize that was like our lingo. I thought that yeah. was just some shit to say, like, what up, though. I didn't know that that was a, uh, something specific <laughs> to a place. And I only know that because when I do out-of-town shows, I ain't go, I ain't go, I ain't go stun. I... 
Niggas be like, I be like, I'm from Michigan. Niggas be like, you, niggas be like, you from Detroit. I be like, it's the closest yeah, shit to yeah. that now. They be like, what up though? Yeah, that that's yeah, that's that's something that I that's don't do Detroit. That. I, I tell niggas I'm from Oak Park, but then I say yeah, I Detroit because that's what they know. You know, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't, I don't walk up to Spanish niggas. My que pasa? Like I don't <laughs> go do it. Ain't that what up though in Spanish? It's what's up. Yeah. Que pasa? Is what's up. I don't go there and do that. So I, but no, nigga, I, what up though? Back to you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And um. And that, that brings me to something I'm going to get to. It remind me to talk about the draft, the NFL, NBA draft, and the shit that just happened with, with the Kay number Cunningham pick. Kay Cunningham, we just one. got. And it seemed like everybody on my Instagram timeline was down at damn Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, we going to get to that. I park. forgot about that, bitch. We going to get to that. After we keep, we gonna keep it. All right. So, RJ, for the people that don't know you and um, this is their first time hearing you, let's just pretend this is their first time even getting to experience you. Where are you from? What do you do? Um, I'm... My name is RJ Leary. I do stand-up comedy. I write scripts. I act. I'm from Flint, Michigan. Most of y'all may have heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. They made a. It's a place that had the bad water that made yes. everybody sick. They made a movie about it. Most the of y'all place. probably seen it. It was uh, X Men. La- Queen Latifah, right? This nigga said X Men. They made a movie about it. And nigga said it's X Men. It's Fantastic Four, nigga. The thing is walking around that bitch. I thought he was about to say Roger and me way back in the day and shit. No, 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 no. Like Michael Moore first move. Michael Moore from. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. A lot of uh 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 which McCall was there? Uh Tropic Express. Not Tropical Express. What was the movie with uh uh Tropic, Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder. That was no, shot there? not Tropic Thunder. It's, it's yeah. no. No, that was the name of the team. Oh, no, 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 no. Tropics. Uh, we were in Tropics. It was semi pro. Semi pro was supposedly being free. Did they really see, shoot that there or no? Yeah, they shot it downtown. That's cool. Oh yeah, I was That's in middle hard. school when they shot that. I was mad as hell. Cause I, I used to have to catch the bus home, nigga. I had used to, I had to walk that whole month. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cause of the, the bus was fucked bus up. Cause they shut it downtown. Down. They, we, they don't tell you them stories about the big movies <laughs> that come through and just 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 strip a whole city down, nigga, for no reason. Yeah, so okay, so Flint, you from Flint? <clears throat> the water and all that uh, is just real fast. Is that better now, or what is that? Where I live, I don't actually live in Flint. I live in Grand Blanc. Uh, that, that is nigga voice change. <laughs> Grand Blanc means great white. Yes, I live in I grew in live in, Grand, live in Grand Blanc. That is kind of like our West Bloomfield Hills. This nigga That's our Troy. Troy. This nigga our says Troy. my water's fine. Fuck them niggas back home. That's what he pretty much saying. That's fucked up, RJ. This nigga done blew is you up. Did you pass the uh you pass the big Jesus cuz I you know I have Yeah, I'm past. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm technically in like I said okay. it's, it's just our West Bloomfield Hills. They water We're still just Detroit. Ain't, they water just ain't as tart as the other water. Yeah. It's this uh like when you go to Flint, I had a uh, you know, I mean, being from Michigan and being from Detroit, you're going to have one that got away was from Flint. But uh, in that 75 travel, it's this big Jesus. Your yep. damn look, look near look like it should be in South America. Mm. I'm say, uh, <laughs> that you know when you pass big Jesus, like, yeah. we. What did it say? Pass. Are you on the right road or are you safe or something like that? Or are you, are, something are you like safe? that? Yeah, all right, that, that's been very terrifying. The landmark, yep. Driving, being drunk and seeing that, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. living right. Drunk seeing big Jesus. I'm not living right. <laughs> Yeah, nigga, mm-hmm. coming coming from Frank and Muth, you like I ain't living right. <laughs> Just past Frank and Muth, you see Jesus. So a nigga from Flint, um, nigga from Flint, Flint is known for a lot of things I know of. Mm-hmm. Like and when I first think of Flint, I think basketball. Me personally, mm-hmm. I just a lot of big basketball players come out there. Like I always joke when I be out there, every nigga in Flint can hoop. It's almost like absolutely. It's almost like how every nigga in Philly can box or or or, or battle rap. It's so and then if I get away from that because I don't want to you know lose the women. I think music, and when I think music, I think like MC Breed. Ready for the world? <laughs> Who's ready for the world from there? Yeah. yeah. I see. I didn't know that. Ain't, and ain't a, a, a old girl from there? Mm. No, she from Saginaw. Who? T-shirt in my panties. 
Oh, Adina Howard. Adina Howard from Saginaw. But Clarissa Shields, though. Clarissa Shields. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. But she can't rap. We're going to get to that, though. We, we talk athletes, you know, Andre Rising from there. I say, I ain't know uh, that either. So here we go. Yeah. Uh, Rio, the real OG. Yeah, a, now, see, Rio, wait, 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 wait. I don't go there. I was going to get to those niggas. I was yeah. going to get to all them Pac niggas. Man, I want to talk about man. that. All yeah, that. Uh, Andre Rising actually threw a cooler at me, by the way. Okay, so we're going to get We need to talk about <laughs> yeah, that. We're, we're going to talk about all that. About so, to defame another one of my childhood yeah. heroes right here. It didn't. We, when, when a bitch burnt his house down because he was beating her ass and cheating on her, that didn't do it. about to defame one of my childhood heroes. So anyway, like I said, so music there, like I said, MC Bree, all these niggas, the Bake Up Boys. It was a couple niggas that kind of got, got on, got a little juice or whatever. Shout out John Connor. Top Authority. We are forgetting Top Authority. I don't even yes. know who that is. I can't forget him. Who is Top Authority? Oh, man. Top Tell Authority us. was like the most gangster motherfuckers on some hip hop shit back in Dayton like family. Dayton family. Like, okay, so you okay, got so Dayton Family. And they was like the more known dudes, but top authority, like I would say probably like around like 94, 95, 96. If you saw somebody pulling up in a damn Jeep bumping top authority, it was like, oh shit. This about is, that shit. This, yeah, this this it's gonna like, go bad. Like the people you were afraid of, kind of like Spice One, people that listen to Spice One, or it, I don't know, All right, like taking us down that hip hop. If they was listening to SIBO. Anybody that was listening to Sebo was probably definitely into some criminality. People was not listening to Top Authority that wasn't down. And plus, uh, back like Murder Dog and shit like that, the first people with the pen and pixel covers, yeah. like that people know from No Limit and Cash Money. Yeah, they did it first. That was top, I think Top Authority was like the first ones I remember. He don't know more, know, about, know more about Flint than me. This nigga hip hop is soaring, so that's yeah, why man, I knew he was going to take us somewhere shit. about nigga Top Authority. I'm like, I named the niggas I know Bree, John Connor, uh, Dayton Boys. And who was the Baker Baker Boys and the Dayton Boys? Are they the, was the Baker or are making up in that name? No, that was they was like just radio dudes. Let me pull. Let me okay, pull up so some top authority. So that 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 that, and then now the scene done popped up where now basically like Flint kind of got a scene out of nowhere where nigga they got like four or five maybe even six rap niggas. Hold on, so, Cars gonna take us back to the the nineteen forties. Yeah, it's that type of shit. See now yeah, we like get said, why niggas was that definitely niggas that. was down there gangster like that nigga because that water been fucked up and them niggas was already <laughs> ready with that shit. It was like now niggas like why are these niggas so aggressive? They don't even know the water was fucked up. Whole ass, whole ass state of Michigan. So. Now, like I said, I want to just like bring that forward. You got all of these this new rap scene that kind of bubbled during the pandemic, and these niggas are like some of the biggest niggas in in rap right now. Yeah, nigga, they got songs with uh, I don't know a lot of these new niggas, but they got songs with some of the upper echelon these niggas right now. Uh, like I was naming Rio, the young OG, he in jail, free my nigga. Yeah, BFB yeah. the Pac Man. Pac Man is my oh the fat dope. nigga, yeah, yeah, he from Flint, the yeah. Man. he yeah. from there. Uh, uh, shout out to him. You got a song called Honey Packs, Joe Exotic. Yeah, he did with Sada Baby. What else? Who else you got? Uh, Coochie, Coochie Land, nigga. Y and J, Y and J, Y and J. And then <laughs> Louis, Louis, uh, we got Louis Ray, who was actually, um, Rio the Young OG, uh, older, older brother. brother. These niggas got songs with Lil Yachty. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they got they on a, Lil Yachty came here, did an album with a, uh with all the Michigan niggas, yep. and them was a, them was some of the main niggas featured on there. So dude, it's Flint is small, so I'm assuming. You know these niggas on a personal like. I went so I went to school with Pac Man, and then Louis Ray and Rio. I just know so from what, around the okay, way. Okay, so you okay? So what's his name? Pac Man. Yeah. The, okay, so y'all you went to school. So the, I'm assuming y'all went to uh, lunch together. Y'all you are both big niggas. Yes. Like 
Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pac-Man's a big nigga and you a big nigga. So, like, <laughs> how cool did you know he rapped? So, back then, so, because he got, he kind of got into rapping, like, in high school. You know what I mean? And I had, because he a little bit younger than me, I had graduated, but them all my little homies that, that so I used to see them all rapping, because he used to be, uh, he used to originally with a team called uh, TDI. Okay. All of them used to be rapping, you know what I'm saying? And they just... You know, nobody think, thought they would take off like it did or you like they were serious. Yeah. But shout out to Lou. Yes, yeah, Pac Man, he had a plan from the beginning, you know, and he always been commercially smart with this shit. Mm-hmm. Like before before Honey Pack and all that, and Free Joe Exotic, he was he made it like he made a whole video at Walmart. Some made a song about Walmart, then he made one about uh Mega Diner, one of the diners we got there. Yeah. So he always it was commercially smart. He always knew how to yeah. uh Make some shit mainstream. He was yeah. like, I'm gonna connect with this yeah, shit. He took it, took his talents right down way. to Houston, and yeah. oh, he and he left. Bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So okay, so you know all these niggas, and um, like, did it do anything for Flint? Like, did it kind of boost the economy? Is it more money running around there? Is it more rappers? Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, what's the what's the after effects of, of, of this scene? It made Best Buy and Guitar Center sales go up because now everybody want to be rap niggas. That nigga said make everybody want to be rap niggas. So everybody out there now is trying to get on yeah. pretty much for the most part. Yes. I mean, because they came through and they got different sounds and mm-hmm. all of that shit. So with that being that, and then like you said, Cl- Clarissa Shields, like like I said, whatever the fuck they put in the water, they fucked up. Whether it was just karma being like, <laughs> it's time to bless the next generation or if it just made y'all niggas into super niggas now. It's like, I was at your, okay, so like I told, niggas know you do comedy. I was there, and I recognized Clarissa. I didn't know where I knew her from until mm-hmm. niggas was like, that's old girl who be beating everybody ass. You had her dying at the show, by the way. Oh, yeah, she recorded my shit. Shout out to yeah. her, and she followed me on Instagram. You know, shout out to the Olympian and champion and just straight up all around, just, you know what I'm saying, motivated motherfucker, because I watched her work out. She ain't no joke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um... I mean, nigga, Flint, like, y'all up right now. Like, nigga, it got to be some pride to be coming from a place. I'm sure you always are proud to be from there, but now it's got to be like, nigga, Flint, where is that? Um, Especially when Queen Latifah came here and did that movie about the water. They shot that shit in Canada. That's what they do, though. <laughs> she ain't come fuck with y'all at all? No, nah, nah, she ain't come here at all. Damn, Queen La. Damn, what happened to Queen La? All right, so where did this comedy <laughs> scene come from? Because me knowing me going me me going up to Flint, it was to go do Palm Tree, and mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. And then you know it wasn't too many comedians from Flint. Every comedian that was on the show was coming from out of town, and that was from Detroit to come do y'all shit. Where did comedy come from? So we had been we had been around. You know what I mean like because you know, of course you knew of Juicy, my baby. Of course you knew of Juicy. That's my baby. Juicy had been doing it. We just haven't had a consistent comedy scene. But so y'all would bring big names, huh? Y'all would bring big names to y'all theater. Yeah, but you got think it didn't. It, we got spoiled, put it like that. We got spoiled, so it kind of, because we never had a comedy scene. It, and niggas was make we started making my first show in Flint because I started I started at Michigan State when I was in college. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My first show in Flint, I was still hitting open mics out in Lansing. They gave me two fifty. Oh, now, real. I'm consistently making two fifty. 300 a show. You were spoiled. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm getting show. I'm getting put on shows with people I shouldn't be on shows with. You know what I'm saying? Ain't too many niggas that not acknowledge that kind of shit. Yes. I'm, I, I should not, three, four years in the game, I, should, I shouldn't be on no stage with Bill Hill, Mailman, uh, uh, and Jay Will when he first started. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we had a crazy roast battle I'm going to tell you about later on. Okay. But 
that could doing that show and I actually was that was that was maybe one of my funniest shows. I'm like, man, I remember Bill Hill from the Def Comedy Jam, you know what I mean? Do you? Yeah. Okay. So it made me step my game up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I came with it and I was like, you know what, I gotta take it serious and from now I gotta take it serious uh going forward. Every opportunity I get need to be taken advantage of. That's real. I, I got this so, question. Because if you taking it serious and the scene really ain't there, I know Kay was doing all types of yeah, stuff. No, 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 me, me and Kay, uh, that's my baby. We work together. Like I said, we, we work together to bring life into this. And it ain't just me. You know what uh, I mean? That Kay definitely played, played a that's major part. That's why we asked you how the can scene come but together to all the major players. But I just know that with working that craft, like what Josh say and like what most comedians say, the it's... Comedy like exercise, like you're yeah. not gonna get good at it unless you hitting the mics. So Absolutely. How how were you crafting without? Were you just traveling to hit most of the mics? No, nah, that, and that's 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 what I was saying. Like we just we got spoiled, so we only and some of our comedians still only do shows when they get booked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because we don't get booked out of town a lot because it's insulated. It's insulated. Yeah. It's like so, it's like it's like you performing in front of like you doing shows in Flint. It ain't like. If Mike Epps come to Flint, niggas from Detroit going, nah, he gonna come to the Fox. So the show is gonna be mainly niggas from Saginaw, boom, boom, boom. You perform in front of your friends and family. So imagine you going up in front of a theater of niggas and you already know them and you getting two fifty to do it. You ain't it ain't hard, and you probably get an inflated sense of who the fuck you really is on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. So and that's why I was saying I mean to change the subject. No, no, keep going. We um, we but we we've been had comedians. We've been around. It was just that it was is is. Now, because we have a scene, y'all are seeing them more because they getting more consistent work and getting more opportunities to jump on stage. You know what I mean? So you, I heard, I remember you said you came to the city mm-hmm. and got humble because you, like you said, you wasn't. You was oh, like absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, it's two, two comedians that I, I, I can because I've always been funny, but the material I had back then would stand up to what I got now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like it's, and I, I contribute my growth to. Two comedians from Detroit. Martez Jackson. Big homie. Ah, Ted. That's my OG. Dave Chappelle had a quote where he said Tony Woods was the first nigga he seen do comedy right. Yeah. Martez Jackson was that for me. Wow, uh, nigga. You know, I don't think you know how good that made me feel because that's literally my nigga. We, I, 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 I just tried to reach out to him to tell because I was on the phone with Tina Graham. Yeah. And she said, who inspired you to get good, get funny? And I shouted him out. And she said, I wanted to tell him like the conversation we had because she had so much love for him. He you know need what I mean? to hear that. She said he used to just pick her brain for hours about comedy. He need to hear that because that so, nigga, yeah. Damn, that's they hard. Had me, they had me feature for him on a charity show. You know what I'm saying? And I was supposed to do 15. I did 30 minutes thinking I'm killing. Not knowing the first seven, eight minutes was was hilarious. Mm-hmm. The last 22 was just chuckle funny. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, yeah, yeah, get out the way. He pulled me to the side. Then I did first. I got down thinking I killed. I'm cocky. I'm like, yeah, let's see this nigga follow that. He went up there, did 20 minutes. Cause mm-hmm. I ate all the ate, ate some of his time. Yeah, went up there and did twenty minutes. I heard the difference in the laughs. There you go. I'm getting laughs. This nigga's killing people. Falling out their seats. I remember his set verbatim from that one time, mm-hmm. like the back of my hand. It's like you think you you think you know how to fight till you see somebody that really box. Yeah, you think you can. Scrap. It was like that, and I'm like, oh, he finna hold me now. Nah, like he finna play me. He got off stage. He like, hey, man, let me holler at you. He told me I need to construct my set. He said I need to learn. I got to learn how to read the crowd. I got to learn how to 
And he taught me he could he could he could have stunned on me. He could have hurt my dreams. All of that. He told me everything I need to do to get better. He said you got you got to read that crowd to know when you've been up there too long. Sometimes you just gotta die. You gotta learn you gotta learn how to how to die gracefully. I'm gonna make sure that nigga hear this. And ever, ever since then, nigga, birthday coming up. We got we have birthdays on the same day on the seventh. We, we love Tess. Oh, nigga, uh, without question, one of the best comedy writers there is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and one of the best minds. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. then, how did you perfect? Because it's the other. Who's the second nigga? Kool Aid. Yeah. Ah, they from the same nigga. They in the same tree, Kool-Aid. nigga. Yeah. Kool Aid. Like he seen Kool Aid saw me for the first time. Uh, he, I did Mike Larry show. Uh, I don't remember which Mandy's. show it was. Not Mandy's. It wasn't Mandy's. I did Mike Larry show, and I killed, but that room wasn't that hard. Mm. I'm gonna be realistic. You know what I mean? I, it, it's it was, and I had a heckler. I handled the heckler really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At this point, I'm like five, six years in. This say know. read time out. What do that mean? We lit. All right. So who was the second person? Kool Aid. All right. So what happened? Um, Kool Aid seen me do Mike Larry show. I mean, it was. A, I had a pretty good show. Uh, shout out Mike Larry. Yes, and that's yeah, another OG Kool-Aid. in the game. Um, I had a pretty good set. You know, what I mean, that was the first time. Like, cause Mel Man and Bill him, Bill Hill and, and Jay Will had been knew me from years back. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, but they go to Flint all the time. Yeah. So this is the first time, like the Simply Chanel's and the and Kool Aid, Mike Larry, all of them was in that room for the first time. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, in that room and saw me for the first time. Okay. So. I had a pretty good set, you know what I mean? And so Kool-Aid asked me to come do Baker's. Monday nights. Monday, yeah, Monday night at Baker's. I bombed. Hard. Hit the bell again. Hard. Um and it wasn't that it wasn't I got laughs. I got laughs, mm-hmm. but it was it showed me that I need to work harder. It's not I So this I, after you met Tez. Yeah, this is after I met Tez. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, Tez yeah. gave you game, but then you still yeah, needed yeah. to actually come he, down here to Tez, the city and experience. Tez what, taught me how to construct my set and all that. Yeah, and I thought because I had good material, that was all I had to do. Kool Aid taught me how to sell the show, how there to be go. comfortable on stage. That's where I learned that from. To where not care about or not worry how you how you, not 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 worry how you doing, but don't think of that. Just think about. Doing your doing your set, doing your material, and being the funniest you can you can be. There you go. I was still worried about being the funniest nigga on the stage. Yeah, a lot back of times. Then. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Kool Aid just taught me how to just be comfortable and, and chill. Them that's too. where I got. So I got my. I learned my. I learned how to write and craft jokes, and write material and write tell my story from Martez. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to perform it from Kool-Aid. Like, I learned how to practice the craft from Kool-Aid. Bro, that's hard. That's hard. You know, the funny thing, um, I think it was some Flint niggas that came down and did an open mic at Joey's. And they was heckling, like, all the white comedians because they was just like, white, first of all, it's an open mic. So yeah. open mics are niggas trying out new shit and it may not work and, and it may work. And then white humor is different. Yeah. So these was like some Flint niggas. And uh, it could be Saginaw, but y'all all the same to me. I apologize. You know, no, I got love for both I know, you, I, know you, I know exactly who you talking about. Oh, okay. So then let me finish. So them niggas doing their thing, and they went up, and they was like, they wasn't no funnier than the white boys, but they did whatever. And they was like, so where can we go next? And I love sending niggas to Mandy's. I, I know the Jim, Jim and I told me the story. Because I love, they was like, and I remember, because nigga, I'm just, anyway, I just hate to see niggas be bullying niggas, and that's what I considered that to be. And I was like, yeah, you know, they seen me go up, hey, bro, where can we go to get woo, 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 woo at? I was like, y'all 
y'all niggas need to go to Mandy's. And then they came back and went to Mandy's, and them niggas got the shit booed out of them. Like, they, they, they found out what it really was. It was like, okay, y'all felt y'all was the coolest niggas in the room out in Livonia. Come out here in the trenches where these niggas getting that. They water don't taste as good either, nigga, here. And them niggas left. Like, them niggas left, and I have not seen them niggas again. Who was those niggas? Do you know? Yes. Do I still know them? Uh yeah, they was at one of the shows. Who was it? Say that name. Uh, it was it was P Games, and it was was P Games. It was P Games, and it was uh another Shout comedian. He don't, he don't do it no more. He man, boy, that shit got them to. I'm, I'm talking about Corey. You know what Mandy's was like. Mandy's is a motherfucker, nigga. You know what Mandy's like. So imagine yeah. going to Joey's and these white people around and you like mm-hmm. heckling niggas. All oh, y'all niggas mm-hmm. ain't shit. Then you go to Mandy's and these niggas looking at you like what nigga? Oh, yeah, they like not, fuck my team, please. Not gonna say that. Fuck with T, That's the most Here famous nigga in Flint to me. Like, Every time I go there, dog, I always shout him. I hope I beat that nigga one day. Hilarious. But yeah, nigga, they got they they got the uh they got the humble man. They got mm-hmm. the niggas together, dog. Yeah. And um and um yeah, man. But like I said, I just like to see how you got that scene going up there, bro. Not to say it's all you, nah, but I you are it. one of the niggas at the forefront of it. And I know it's got to be hard because you're trying to also do shit outside of Flint. Like I, I seen that you had an audition to like for a movie, uh, for a TV show. Did you do you kind of let niggas on? Who? For uh, Power Book Four. Power Book Four. They wanted him to play uh 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 Ghost. <laughs> they wanted that nigga to hey, play yo, Power Ghost. Book Three. What? Goddamn! How many books of power is it gonna be? That nigga don't give a fuck. He's a Tommy show. Of oh, course, shit. he ain't give a fuck. He just wanted to be in it. I did. And uh, the casting director just just wrote me on Instagram like, "Hey, when you in Atlanta next month, come through. We want you to audition okay. again." Okay. See what I'm saying, bro? Okay. So um, now that you hit these other stages, working your beats. Do you, when you are performing in Flint, are you doing more cr- crowd work? Are you testing stuff out? I, like, if, how do you approach the stage there in if Flint? I, if I be honest with you, bro, I, I only do crowd work on Flint now, in Flint now. I only can do, I can't do my set no more because because we we were building the comedy scene. The things that they find funny or that, that just like how you saw firsthand what our comments thought were funny, that's what our crowd thinks is funny still. Uh-huh. So I can't do a lot of my material. You know what I mean? I gotta come here. Or I gotta come. I gotta go other places. I can only really do crowd work there. Yeah. And also because most of them had know me and have seen me. You know what I'm saying? They expect a certain. You know what I mean? I can't. It's hard to explain. But they don't expect to see me on stages no more. Like me personally, they expect me to be putting other new, other new comedians on. I don't yeah. think that's the case. Uh, I think you overthinking it. A lot. No, absolutely. I'm t- yeah, I've I think, heard this. I th- you can hear niggas can hear what they want, but to sit here and say we don't expect to see you on stage no more is like not, no, 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 not on not on on the Flint stages. Like it's time they've been pushing me to go move, go elsewhere. I mean, you can they go and see move, me. but it's like nigga, if you hosting the show, you should do time and and crowd work is cool, but nigga, you can develop material in front of them that they haven't heard before that you worked out at other places. That's like me being here. Like nigga, I'm here mm. for the majority or for the most part. Niggas ain't niggas ain't my home. See you no more. It's like when well, nigga should I just not come out no more then it's like I gotta grab a mic I gotta go somewhere yeah. and it just forced you to, to just create more material so I don't want you to get in your head to the point where it's like well, I don't wanna go up no more cause nigga it's very important to get on stage like nigga uh, no, it's I, very I, important I, to take you know, advantage of the work microphone I still do my time it's just that me is is the, ex, the expectations of me are growing yeah. you know what I mean so it's like Say your 30 minutes for TV we wanna see you on TV now you know what I'm saying give, give me this 15 in the club that's cool but it's not. It's not the same. When I, when my people tell me stuff like because they know I'm doing I'm doing bigger stuff now, 
we want to see you on bigger scales. Like it's cool that you providing opportunities, but we want to when I when they see me, like I'm I'm finishing my 30 minute special. Mm-hmm. I'm finna get the white and do that. That's when they want to see me. Yeah, and that's I mean. what niggas told me last night. Like, hey man, you was funny, but it's time to move on. It's time to because Flint has a way of keeping you stuck here. It has a way of keeping. I say here, like I'm there, keeping you stuck there. Like yeah. they hold, they hold you. That's every city, though. I feel like every city can get you caught up, and um, if you get caught up in the day to day and getting comfortable where you at, you kind of just like, all right, cool, I'm stagnant. Yeah, and you cool. You can easily just be the funniest nigga in Flint and never move and be cool with just being that nigga and being on all the shows where they bring the big names in. But it's bigger than that. So I mean, Absolutely. I'm glad they got that mentality, but I don't want you to. Go out there and thinking like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and bullshit on the mic and fuck around when you can usually actually use that shit to develop material in front of them and still go out there and get in the show that they think is funny. Like, cause a lot of that shit be in our head where we be like, man, these niggas ain't gonna laugh at this shit, man. You'd be surprised what your what your people gonna fuck with once you develop it. Cause this is a new scene. This yeah. shit is like in its infancy, my nigga. So mm-hmm. I'm watching you and Kay. And uh, uh, Pooh And all the niggas That's out there That's really putting Getting behind comedy And being like Alright nigga This is what it's gonna be And we gonna put on For the shit So like I said I love seeing it I salute it uh, It's a lot of new comedians Popping up uh, Shout out to Cheese Stick Um uh, uh, Who else man I'm, um, You already said Juicy um, Damn My nigga Shea Butter uh, Pete Gaines This is a bunch of niggas out there Shout out to all them niggas I got love for them niggas So we was just talking about basketball We was talking about hooping The NBA draft just happened uh, The Detroit Pistons had the number one pick yep. We haven't had the number one pick since what? Isaiah Thomas? We've never Isaiah was uh, Have we ever had the number one pick? We've had lottery picks before right? Lottery picks and 9 I, through 10 Grant Hill was 2 I want to say Isaiah was like 2 or 3 Well, this, let's just I want to say uh, What you call it was the first that Isaiah year uh, Damn it's homeboy My man from from where? Uh, from where? Mark Aguirre. Oh, Mark Aguirre from uh, from Chicago too, right in the same hood. But we ended up getting Mark Aguirre, didn't we? Too. Yeah, didn't we acquire him at one point in time. So yeah, so do we. This is because we were terrible enough to be so close enough to get enough Hilarious. balls in there, and then fate came his way. We got a number one draft pick, and everybody from who was anybody was like, we already kind of knew who we was picking. It was uh, this dude, Cade uh, Cunningham, out of Texas Tech. Uh-uh. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. He sounded like a Texas nigga when he talked. Yeah. You, I didn't know that they did a, a big draft party at Little Caesars Arena. Did you know, Kari? No, nah, I didn't know, but I know my whole timeline was down there, bro. It seemed like I saw more people at the draft party than I've seen at the damn Little Caesars Arena. For a game? Yeah. Like, everybody was down there. I was looking, I saw Dez yeah, I down there. I saw Ha Ha, Jackpot, Tattoo. Yep, yep. I didn't even know this was going G-Mac on. Mac was down there. Uh, what you call it? Dave from Inception was down there. It was like, God Anybody damn. who was, who, everybody who was somebody was there, except I had shows. I didn't even know shit, but whatever. But number one draft pick, K, he is here. He's coming to the crib. And this is the thing I always hate. He came, he's been working out here. He came, show love, whatever. They gave the nigga a pair of Cartier. Buffalo frames Black bucks <laughs> And he made sure To reference it And be like Oh hold on Let me buff up real quick I've never heard Hilarious. nobody Say let's buff up Hilarious. And then he put him on Said I'm buffed up And he looked in the camera Detroit I'm in this I just feel like Man let that nigga it, The way they did that Was corny to me But Detroit just love When niggas do shit That we do <laughs> You can put fucking glasses 
on a monkey and them niggas would be like, oh, that monkey real and motherfucker right there. I fuck with that nigga right there. Nigga, that one that, the one that just threw shit at the uh, cage, that monkey hard. And t- you know Hilarious. what I'm saying? I just found it was, I just felt it was corny. I, I, the way he did it, because he didn't know the lingo, the vernacular, yeah. he was trying. And of course, we gonna dick suck because a nigga like, all right, he, he's, he's supposed to be a once in a time generational player and I hope he is. What you I say? I mean, they say he one of them niggas, Car. They say he dope as hell. I saw him in like two games. I remember specifically in the Big Twelve out? tournament. He he was that shit. Off he brought him back big time. So he was dope that game. But you know, you never. The NBA is so much. It's schemes. It's how you gonna work. But yeah, man, the dude. I mean, his height, his size. He can get to the basket. Um, from what I saw, it's so hard to like project what you expect. But he gonna be a problem. Well, be a problem for but I just know how fickle Detroit niggas is. Sooner that nigga miss a three pointer, yeah, my nigga weak as hell. I'm like, but oh, when he had them buffies on, niggas on his dick. Well, I don't know. People like Stafford for for long, and that's what's so weird because I never liked Matt Stafford, but I think people rock with him for a long ass time. Yeah, and I mean that's my nigga. I just I just find I just. <laughs> I just love how niggas just get caught up in the moment. That was and jumped off. Jalen was there. I'd rather Jalen came and gave it to him and he wouldn't have to say nothing. Okay, yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Rose suit was. It was it was weird wild. as hell, bro. It's wild. Jalen entertainer though. You know what I'm saying? He, he realized he, he know where his bread. He know where his bread buttered at, and he know how to play it. You know what I'm saying? Greatest he was hairline, like haircut, the three the amigos and shit. My nigga wasn't. Oh yeah, you talking about the real movie with uh, 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 uh Dave Mar, uh, uh, Steve Martin. Oh yeah, he was looking like Migos and the Three Amigos. That was like the combination. Yeah, with with uh, Martin. Yeah, who was all them dudes? The Steve Martin. All guy. them niggas from Saturday Night Live. That Steve bitch. Martin. My IG yeah. is acting stupid, man. Fuck the internet right now. Yeah, man, the shit is crazy. That was funny to me. And um, some basketball player just did what? He signed his girlfriend. Okay, P.J. Washington, player for the Charlotte Hornets, just and see so much of this stuff on the online. You don't know what's trolling, what's cap, whatever. But they're saying that basically he signed his girlfriend to an eighteen-year contract, and I think it's two hundred thousand dollars per year that she's getting. Two hundred thousand dollars to do what? Just to be, be his girlfriend. Was she already his girlfriend? Or did he hire her to be his? Girlfriend? I see. This is the history of Brittany Renner. She's like a. She's known for she's known for claiming that she's been with Drake, mm. Future, Lil mm. Uzi Burt, James Harden, um, and some other people. And she's a real close friend of uh let's say exotic actress Tiana Trump. Oh, a porn star. Yes. Where they've uh where they've done like some posts together, nothing new but risque to say the least. Damn, RJ, so, so you signing something, 200000 No, I'm not. To not go... So basically, 200000 like, just look... Is it like, here, I'm just because you're my girl, or is it like, please don't fuck... Uh, I think it's more like, yeah. Please like, don't, don't Please be, don't go fuck little baby. That's... Are we together? Uh, yeah. $200,000? Like, what am I doing that for? I don't understand that. Like, when I saw that, and then it's like a time period on it, like, she can renegotiate. At a certain point Like I don't understand What that is Like nigga When I hear that kind of shit It make me be like What is niggas on Like you know Like I don't want to be With nobody I feel like Gotta be kept You yeah. understand what I'm saying Like if I, you my girl I'm gonna keep you tight I'm gonna keep you straight But why am I paying you $200,000 Cause she sound like She got her own money Sound like she can Generate her own money So I saw that post It just was weird I didn't know she was Out here like that I think I probably Followed her at one point in time Anytime a girl Get a certain amount of followers I don't follow 
after you unfollow them? After, after 10,000, I like to, I'm like an artist development nigga. Like, I catch these hoes before they blow up. When niggas, like be, when, niggas, when niggas be like, damn, nigga, you following such and such? It's like, man, I was on that bitch when she was at 5,000. <laughs> Once they get to 10, they get a little arrogant. Once they get to 10,000 and then they got the ability to like, in their stores you can swipe up, I'm like, this bitch thinks she too powerful now. So I kind of just Makes fall sense. back. You know what I'm saying? On that whole little tip. But yeah, keep them humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just fall back because I just think the sense of arrogance that come with just being a beautiful woman is crazy. Because uh it's this chick in the city of Detroit, uh Jasmine Renee. I don't know if you remember her, but she has a baby with Chaz Bling. Shout out to my nigga Chaz Bling. Um and I believe at one point in time she fucked with 42 Dub. She's very close friends with Cash Dial and mm, said 42 Dub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was fuck with that nigga. And she's she's very close friends with Cash Dial and uh uh, payrolls Baby okay. mom I don't know her name I don't mean to call her Baby mom It's actually his wife I believe or it's, I don't know what it is But they all real tight friends Gotcha Old girl Janae oh, uh, Jasmine owns a beauty bar And now she rapping She made a diss song About 42 Dub Talking about how thick he was The song was called uh, Yeah like he said He got a, his ass so fat You can sit a cup on it Or whatever And now um, That's ah! interesting Yeah yeah And now she's got a song She just dropped called Work It Now all you gotta do Is be fine And just start rapping yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much, pretty much, much yeah, yeah. And talk about fucking. Matter of fact, I'm gonna pull a song up. I'm gonna let you niggas hear this, bitch. Hey, you gotta have a whole history. Yeah. yeah if you use the strip or sell prostitute, sell pussy, any only you gotta have only fans. <laughs> I thought a he said whole. whole. He said whole history. Yeah, whole That's history. You said a whole history. My nigga, crazy. <laughs> I've never heard. That. You have to have a whole history. It's a like yeah, and then you, and then, you know what I'm saying. And is she the greatest lyricist? No, she just gotta be able to stay on beat and say some shit. Yeah. That's tantalizing. That make niggas want to. Want to listen to this shit And um I might have to get on my The Wi-Fi Cause I don't know What's going on with my shit But that just put me In the mind of Nigga look I'm literally Going for real For real Drop an album nigga This shit gonna happen Cause Cause If that's all they gotta do Nigga I got enough of a name To be like Alright nigga I'm just finna do an album Cause like And it's really finna happen And shout out to her Cause she just motivated me I gotta find how to spell her name And everybody Everybody gonna go do the Jamie Foxx And start singing in your set Are you I already sang But I don't sing as much As these other niggas Okay like I already sing here and there Like you know It's just If you got a skill set Why not do it Like doing yeah. impressions That's a skill set Why not do it I would never hate a nigga For having a skill set Like if you can rap Rap In your set If it's funny Like nigga it's, It only adds to What the fuck you do Alright this that first song She did I can't no nigga That's bigger than me Cup on your ass. Cup on that Every nigga got a little dick, I, dog. I when did it become acceptable to start calling niggas thick? He is uh, thick though. Have you seen how he built? <laughs> no. Yeah, he built weird. Forty two dub built weird. He's a very short nigga. I don't know if he a dwarf or if But he's see, this is uh, the weird thing about that. Like, it's sort of like after any breakup If a dude I guess diss a chick Like You was with him So like At what point Like You know what I'm saying Like you was with him Yeah Kind of like Even the way Sweetie was talking about uh, What the fuck Quavo the, Quavo after the fact It's like You was with him Yeah It's kind of weird Like was Quavo that Like she said he, some wild he shit He couldn't have like, been that bad If you like, was with him And all in love at like, first after yeah. after the love You realize I gotta focus on me that's another thing. Why do women always hit you with? That's another shit. What the fuck do focus on me mean? You already that know. That means I'm about to go back to school for a little minute, get me a degree, uh, get, start working at a little nursing home, doing nights and shit. 
You know what that, that is, RJ? Huh. What do working on me mean? Working no. on me means I'm about to better myself to shit on you. When bitch, yeah. if you could have been a C- better you the whole time, you should have did that. Don't C- wait. CNA schools are filled with broken hearts. Like nigga, don't don't C- don't upgrade C- your schools. life to shit on me. So what you telling me was if I stayed with you and kept you happy, you would have been a lesser bitch. But now I ain't fucking with you. You want to go to school and get degrees yeah, and yeah. work out and learn give me a, give and me a get bilingual and learn quick. five or six okay. different languages, bitch. Give me a little charge. I'm gonna have different you know what's Air so Max crazy about this same shit. When a dude in a relationship, you be like, yo, I need space so that I can focus on what I got to do. Yeah. That's the dude trying to stay. So yeah. should, should we as men just start saying, hey, I got to start focusing on me? Because I don't think the average woman is accepting that as a reason to stop fucking with you. No, they not. No. What you mean finna focus on you? Focus on you? What Anytime? you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, focus on you for what, nigga? I'm here. And it's never should be about you. But it's just funny that... Like I think women do that all the time, nigga. They do the they do the uh the victim villain thing. Yeah. Where they turn themselves into a victim and you become the villain. They gotta villainize you to hate you, and then they become the victim to justify all the shit that they do. And they'll bully you with their victimized. Yep. With, with they with a victimism or whatever the fuck the word is. They would just be like, Oh, you did me like this and you were wrong, and you like, damn, was I this bad of a nigga? But she just made a whole diss song. That's why now all these girls can rap. So now But they But see, it's even the call to action though. But when you think about what rap culture, like where rap was already heading, mm-hmm. it's a it's a lifestyle to accent the party. The party exists primarily is the undertone of like, you know, people want to hook up. It's hookup culture. And I personally think it kind of makes sense that the women is delivering it more so than anything. Delivering what? Oh, my bad. Delivering basically the soundtrack to the lifestyle of getting high, having sex. And spending money on women to have sex. Yeah, it's where we at now. They are at the forefront of everything, and now yeah. it's like it's they bag. You know what I'm saying? And they running with it. And the fact that she just all of a sudden is rapping her. The video is hella quality. Somebody wrote her lyrics, and they got dance choreography. They got choreography. They got money to play with, so it all looks professional. And she got a big enough name and influence to where the, the video could fuck around and do something. You know what I'm saying? So it just, I use that to say, hey, Jasmine, you inspire me to really step out and do my shit. I'm a half decent looking nigga with some skills, and I'm gonna try to go ahead and I'm gonna make music. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I, I've got this an X. You got this an X. Who, should I? Got to. I probably am. Because my shit gonna be R&B, so I'm probably gonna diss all of them. <laughs> diss all of them. I'm gonna diss all is of them. It, is it a diss song in R&B where like a all dude... All of it is. R&B niggas is I the most sneak diss motherfuckers. You. Put that on everything I own. <laughs> that nigga said I can't believe I stayed around that damn long If I ever see you again bitch I won't be mad at all What? what else, what's another classic R&B You low down dirty woman Back to where you come from It's a lot of R&B music Low down dirty woman C-Lo Green that. just said fuck That's you That's a contagious up. nigga When contagious when he came in there and he caught that bitch He called her a low down dirty woman Mm-hmm. Ron Isley said that. Yeah, he yeah. called her. You see, he told her yeah. to go back to where you come from. Like, bitch, you came from the slums, ho. Damn, Ron Isley. My nigga, oh, uh, my nigga, what my nigga, uh, Orange Juice Jones. He said, "Baby, I missed you okay. the other day." <laughs> she was like, "Hold on." She was like, "Yeah, I missed you so much. I followed you." <laughs> he did. Okay. Tyree said, Orange Juice I was Jones it, you implicated was himself in the, in a crime. He was stalking her. No, he wasn't. Hey, he was following this girl. Let me tell you. I, let me tell you some shit about that too. I met Orange Juice Joe. I love it. And we got to get to that Andre Rising story. Don't let me forget that I got one. You. Yeah, we can't forget the Andre Rising story. I met Orange Juice Jones. I'm out in LA. This is uh, maybe 
06 or some shit. I'm out in LA. It's this dude, Haps, one of the studios that I would go to in LA to rap. Uh-huh. And Haps was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm over here like in Brentwood. You know, the OJ murder was over there. And I was like, man, I don't care about that house. Wow. He's like, yeah, and a lot of other celebrities stay over here. And actually, you may know him. Um, right behind me is Orange Juice Jones. He's out here with his mom and family making sure she good. Damn. I was like, one second. Orange Juice Jones yes, is over Lord. there. Go get him. Wow. So Orange Juice Jones, I shook his, he, you know, cool ass Cali shit, cool ass shit, gave him play. This is like pre, I, it's 06. I should have had a damn, I guess, like, uh, uh, I couldn't take a, a selfie and shit. You yeah. Know? And I guess social media wasn't popping like that, but damn, I look back at it. Orange Juice Jones, meeting him was some funny shit, bro. Wasn't nothing you could do. That picture would have been blurry as hell. Yeah, that you yeah, took yeah, on your uh, then, Motorola yeah. flip. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I point. saw you and him walking in the rain. My nigga said, "Yeah, I missed you today. I, I missed you so much. I followed you." you. <laughs> <laughs> and don't say shit because you cold busted. Okay, and that shit was wild. It's even the video because he like lurk out the back to the front and shit, and the trench coat flipped up. Like, man, what the fuck? Man, that nigga was the coldest nigga, dog. Hey. That nigga said some shit. <laughs> oh. He was like, "Take back, give me all the stuff you took." And, and I still think Quavo did that because that's basically where they was clowning him. About what? And see, maybe as a man, it's kind of corny to ask for some of your shit back from a woman. Why is it always corny if a girl mm. bought a nigga like nigga? Uh. Beyonce made a song, all the shit you got is on your in a box to the left. It's cool for them if they put a nigga in position and to be like, nigga, you fucked up. Okay. Put your shit in a box to the left and leave. Let's My get house. to let's get to the barometer of what you would ask for back, okay? All right. Obviously, house and car, you want that shit back. But so let's work this shit backwards. Bitch, Living room TV set. You you I'm, asking for that shit back? Yes. Say what? Yes. Living room TV. And the Xbox. Your son don't need it. Give me my Xbox back. You're not back. watching another TV. You're not watching my TV with another nigga. Okay. Air fryer. Bitch, you're not cooking. No, you're not cooking. Salmon yeah. croquettes you would take for another the air fryer. nigga. I'm a single man now. I got to cook for myself. <sighs> you're not doing all that with another nigga. Okay. Okay. Let Let's go to a lower oh, lower wow. tier. Um. Uh. Car. Cover. Uh, comforters, like covers. I want all my shit because they would do it. Yeah. If, if, if the playing field was level where it's like, here, you can have your shit. I want all my shit. Even even the disposable shit. Like, you if would I go. Got your like, ni- if you went to Costco and bought, like, uh, a bunch of soap, you like, fuck that. I'm taking this if whole If I got soap. your nails did, ping, 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 ping. <laughs> Give me all my shit back. You're not going to grab another nigga dick with this shellac. <laughs> with this shellac. You're not finna go out here and get so turned up with another nigga in my shit. If for a hair, you gonna snatch out half a week. Let's go ahead and uh, uninstall this frontal. We gonna stay together for these two weeks so that shit sweat out. Yeah, man. Because they can do it. I don't yeah. like double standards. Women love to be like, they'll do some shit and then a nigga do it as gay. Yeah, they'll that's go through how they look. They'll go through their phone and they be like, I had intuition. I go through your phone. Oh, you on some gay shit. You a whole ass nigga. But what was you doing? <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> that that means what's good for the older that. goose is good for the younger goose. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not finna play with y'all, dog. I I don't know. Like it gets to a certain level, I guess I'm still. That, that would be tough. I'm letting the Costco shit stay. I'm letting the air fryer stay. I think I definitely am taking the TV. Um. Bitch, and, and is you, bitch, is you cutting off? Is you cutting off the internet service like that same day? You like yes. Xfinity? 
Yes. <laughs> Cut this shit yes. off. Nigga, yes. I want back the confidence I instilled in you, bitch. The confidence. <laughs> I want it all back. I'm, I'm Somehow I want to find a way to get it all back. Because this kind of goes into uh, what old girl, y'all was talking about this before. The, the, the breakup severance package. Yeah, like Dr. Dre, they finalized that shit. I had a whole argument up here with Heather J and Melly Hearns about that. I know. About what? About, about Dr. Dre. And about he, how he much a woman is supposed to get when you're no longer with them. And the fact that you're supposed to be able to... They supposed to be until they get remarried. So in the, in, the, in, the, in the end of the day, why would she ever get remarried? Like it's a hustle at that point. Yeah. She getting three point six million dollars for the rest of her life as long as she never get married again. So why do I have to maintain your lifestyle? Like if we if we divorce and we're not together no more and leave on good terms, I'm never. I don't want you fucked up. But why do you have to be on the same level as me? I'm Dr. I, Dre. I, I look. I ain't trying to psych a whole ass nigga, but I will say if Go ahead, I will say it though. I might so they can hear points. you when you say the whole ass nigga shit you finna say. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I will make a few Joy points. Tiffany, just, what's up? just look first of all, nigga, she was married to Dr. Dre. Okay. Three point six million dollars a year ain't shit for him. That's true. Jordan wife got off. Now that bitch got off. He that uh, nigga probably somewhere. Tiger Woods wife. Yeah. Got Dr. Dre somewhere. Yoko Ono was somebody got off yeah. too. She Dr. Did, Dr. Well, Dre she, was some. He's probably somewhere. So. This my thing. All them niggas. That's cool. It oh, don't matter. Oh, wait, he's oh, I got go more. Ahead. Go ahead. He go ahead. probably somewhere jumping for joy. Also, all think about. You've been married to this nigga for 26 years. Okay. People know her as Dr. Dre's wife. You think a motherfucker see that on a job application? No, they don't. They not going to be like, oh, that's Dr. Dre's last name? Young. So they see Young on an application, they going to hire her because it's Dr. Dre's wife? No, I'm saying, like, you people can Google search up, her Taz? and see, find a million pictures of her, bro. Mm -hmm. She can't just go back to being normal after being Dr. Dre's wife. Niggas going to have questions about. Uh, What's the mission leg getting beat. Niggas gonna have all type of questions about. What do that got to do with who? Be, who wait, time out though. She was a lawyer before then. I, I think it's the hurdle. She knew she had the benefit when she was married to him. She got the benefit of being his wife. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now after leaving him, you are gonna deal with some extras. You but get on the, the on the flip side. You've been introduced to this industry. That's, you probably that's gonna true. Be in it. You, yeah, you got you know, plugs too. Uh, so. She was smart enough to stay long enough where she she can get spousal support. Mm -hmm. And California is one of those states. Which I don't I mind. I mean, in that. a lot of ways, Dr. Dre. I mean, it sounds crazy. You just gotta be better on game, especially when you are marrying a lawyer. Because she was strategic about selecting when she maximized what spousal support is and because exactly. you got child support and spousal support spousal support only comes in effect based on the state you in mm -hmm. how long you've been married and that's my thing sound mm -hmm. like game bro it just sound like game and i and i sound like a broken record and i hope somebody can sit me down one day and truly explain it to me but like i said regardless of how it ends i don't want you fucked up yeah but what i'm saying is and like you say that sounds like a lot of money to a nigga like me Mm. To Dre, like you said, it's probably dropping a bucket to that nigga. He's like, I don't care. I'm do your thing, get your money. But I just don't see where people be like, like, like we talked about it already. Well, girl was just like, you should maintain my lifestyle until no, no, I find somebody no. else. I, 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 and and this that's was, where I disagree because the lifestyle you experience, and if I'm buying that shit, that's my life. That that's part of my life. That's yeah. like hitting the lottery and then telling Michigan, like, well, I blew all my lottery money, and I'm used to being a millionaire. Y'all gotta keep giving me millions of dollars. No, I motherfucker, mean, you just happen to hit a lick. Yeah. And after the lick gone, bitch, you need to figure it out. But, you a lawyer, you better sue somebody. But even even though it, it's even deeper than that, because at least with the lotto ticket you bought, it was your lotto ticket. You happen to marry somebody where that's their lifestyle. Yeah, it's not 
your lifestyle. It's their lifestyle. If Dr. Dre paid for 100% of that house, technically, even if you was in on the purchasing decision, it's like when you a kid and you move where your parents move, that's your parents' house. That's Dr. Dre house. He the motherfucker that really running that shit. She happened to experience his lifestyle. Hence, like, if you go, if your best friend in the NBA, when you hang out with your best friend in the NBA, you gonna experience what the fuck is going on with but his lifestyle. But you don't get to maintain that after exactly. we no friends no more. But I get because it's you my wife. It's like, nigga, nah, man, nah. I just don't. This I, came part of being my wife. Yeah, that's what came with it. That don't mean it stay there. Like, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's almost like a girl suing you. Like, well, I didn't know he was gonna blow up. That's like me blowing up, and then one of my exes being like, well, I didn't know the nigga was gonna be one of the niggas. I should have. We was together four or five. You know how women love to say that they wasted time with you. That's like them sitting around being like, well, I didn't know he was gonna blow up. I, I wasted four or five years with him. I should be able to get something from that now. I, all this pussy should be worth something in the in, in the afterthought. It's like nigga, nah, go on here with all that dog. I don't even know how we got here. I mean, but <laughs> and I, I definitely that's another one of those statements that get under my skin because it's like, damn, wasted time. But then again, in I retrospect, in dating, most times I talk to women about whatever their ex experience was. It's some of the most traumatic, worst. Like talking to women when you ask about their ex, you think that men are the worst things on planet earth i've yet to hear it's like that's their job it was to traumatic it, it was it bad is. his family don't even like him they was telling me that it it it'd be so like well damn if his family ain't like him uh none of your friends liked him why the fuck was you with like it gets to a certain point where they get so bad it's like okay so you either you a stupid motherfucker yep. or then you or meet he him. ain't as bad as you say. Why would you with that nigga way. three years if he was this terrible of a person? Then you meet yeah. him and he the coolest nigga ever. Yeah, why you have a kid with him? They gotta victimize you. They gotta villainize. They gotta villainize you, bro, oh, no, to make it, it make sense because they they delete all the pictures off of Instagram and you talk to him. It's like, yeah, you know, he was like this. Like, I don't give a fuck what he but, was like. Ain't got nothing to do with me. It, but ain't that just it, so? It be like they saying they wasted time, but they be forgetting about like, okay, first off, you're not gonna be as lonely. Women, you get the automatic, a woman with a man, she automatically get the bonus of not being looked at like, damn, Absolutely. you don't deserve a dude. So you automatically get that no matter how terrible the dude is. Yep. Mm -hmm. You going to get some dick. And obviously you going to like it because you chose him. So you get those two natural bonuses no matter how bad he is. Exactly. Everything else is gravy. He going to take you places. He, you going to have somebody to text message and call. Shit. You, you got... Somebody probably to help, you know. Just in life. You got somebody, shit. yeah, nigga to fuck with Whatever. you. Yeah, that, yeah, the shit that naturally come with a man and the responsibilities we come to the table with. Yeah. Women don't fuck with niggas. They don't see husband qualities in. So it, you never really wasting your time. Never. If you there with them and you got all of them benefits. Because if you wasn't, you wouldn't have got those benefits. It's a waste of time because you don't get to the destination of marriage or That's whatever. That's what it is to them. Yeah. And that don't make no motherfucking sense. Because they don't even invest... <laughs> They don't even invest it for real in it to be for it to be marriage. A lot of women you fuck around with, it's like you never showed me no. They we had this kind of discussion before, but they be like, "Well, we didn't even get married. You, I ain't cooking for no nigga named my husband. I'm not doing this for no nigga yes. named my husband. I'm not doing that for no yes. nigga named my husband." So at what point One I gotta come to the table? Episodes. I gotta come to the table with all these husband like qualities. That's the only reason you fuck with me. You can never not see a nigga that you can't spend the rest of your life with when you fuck with me. Uh, but uh, what you come yeah. to the table with is a bitch who halfway in, halfway out. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. at what point do I say I should marry this motherfucker? You ain't show me shit. You you ain't show me nothing different than the last motherfucker. I raise you another quote that we usually hear on that. 
the quote we hear usually is this, and this kind of villainizes the ex nigga even more. I used to do it for him, and I learned from that. So it's like, so you with me now, and you basically telling me as somebody that you already told me is worse than the worst guy you ever met, obviously worse than me because Never we again. together. You gave him a better treatment than me? Yeah. And this is some logical shit to say to me? Nigga. Like, what the fuck? I used to do that, but I learned. So basically, you gave him something more than I would. My nigga, Like, we don't even have that luxury as a guy to say some shit like, well, I used to eat pussy, but... I don't eat I bitch pussy. I don't do that shit. No My more. nigga, one the great said, uh, right now I know when he said, right now I know you can do any of the shit. Right now I don't even know if you can do any of the shit, and that's really what it come down to. You know, like nigga, the nigga gotta always put his best foot forward. A woman can kind of be halfway in, halfway yeah. out with the shit, but and we accept it. It's what I said. We were debating this heavy. You gotta. That was the uh, I'm in a bind Nate show. Oh, girl, dropped a. Uh, I'm looking for, and that song Jasmine Nate. She said, I'm looking for a Nate because I'm in a bind. Yeah. Niggas gonna stop acting like I was the first nigga talking about my nigga Nate. Thank you. Rest in peace, Hilarious. big homie. <laughs> niggas is quote my niggas. Yo, Gotti quoted um, Moneybag. Yo, quoted him in the song. But I'm in the bind. But where yeah, I'm women coming t- from is where I'm coming from is they have to exhibit some wifely qualities. Unless That's I, true. unless you show me wife, I'm not gonna see that. I'm not let gonna you, be with you, for, you and for 20 years and think, okay, you always show me some girlfriend qualities. I'm not gonna think wife. Let you gotta you, do some wifely shit for me to be like, oh shit. Let a nigga be like, I ain't gonna do that because uh, the last bitch did trash me dirty. Out you ain't my wife. Let a nigga bring up another bitch in your relationship. That right there, my yeah. Nigga, I ain't taking the trash out for you no more because my because my last girl I did it for and she ain't appreciated. Mm. Bro, they lose their motherfucking mind, nigga. They would not know no how, no way to even to even justify that statement in their head. The worst thing they do if you say some goofy shit like that is not say nothing and then you be in bed trying to get some pussy and then they turn the light on like, no, nah, let's talk. You be like, yep. Let you be like, uh, let let you be like. Uh, let her say some shit like, "Yeah, uh, you want um, we what time are we going to the movies tonight? Oh no, that ain't me. That's another nigga. <laughs> what kind of gay ass shit is that to say to a bitch? That's what they say to you. But then they love the thought. They're like, "No, nah, you got the wrong bitch. They can do that shit. We can't, bro. It's double yeah. standards, nigga. And I don't like it. I don't yeah. appreciate it. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Don't come to me, nigga. Give your all, cause I'm gonna give my all. Don't yep. come to me and be like, well, you know, the last nigga I ain't do that and I got burnt. Bitch, show me some love so that way we can grow. How I'm gonna invest with you if you ain't gonna go ahead and give me your all? That's yeah. my problem with it, dog. And you may Not- manifest the villain you talking about because you keep talking about whoever you was with last. Yeah. And honestly, turn me into this nigga. And honestly, the common denominator turn is you. Turn me into this nigga. <laughs> turn you into the nigga. That can happen. Yeah. Yeah. You manifest the nigga. The future you, you want. Yeah. You bring I, the worst out when of niggas. I tell you, they do that by accident. By they 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 be so it be so much hatred for the last nigga, and then they trying to avoid them same situations that they took. They turn you into the next nigga. Uncle P, what's up? Nigga, my wife building. start buying me clothes, dressing me like her her baby daddy. Uh, like bitch, you ain't never seen me out with no Jordan outfit, with no with no Jordan uh, mm-hmm. with no Jordan mm-hmm. short set on with some flip flops. I met this nigga. That's all he wear. Y'all pulled shit up. Like Y'all had that. the same shit on. Yes. <laughs> Swear to God, bro. That's funny. Swear to God, nigga. This is, when I tell you, that's funny. Because because he my my ex wife baby daddy was an older nigga. Yo, who? I, my ex wife. I used you to be was married. married. Yes, I'm married. You? The bitch that we talking about right now. How old are that, you? That, huh? How old are you? I'm 28. Wow. How old you got married? I was 24. You a dumb nigga, but go ahead. Come on. <laughs> She was older. She was older. So that How was, much older was she? Oh, she so was, that was a real joke. Huh? 
You a real joke That was a real joke About you marrying an older woman Yeah How old All, that, all how much, real how shit much The stepkids jokes And all that How she old was old, She was six years older So she was 30 yeah, yeah. She got her one. Go ahead. She, yeah, she gets. She got her one. Nah, well, not really. Well, she had her one. She got a young. She had her one. Nigga. She I bounce. Thick as all get up. <laughs> Shit, he was thick as all get up. So they both went. <laughs> we not for the normalized part, niggas. Thick man. You was a hefty nigga, cuz. So go ahead, tell the story. So you was married. My bad. I didn't know this. Nah, yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I'm I come to Toronto and do some shows, man. We gonna set well, it up, what, Uncle P. You know how you said, like, even how we said earlier, we are describing my ex-wife right now. Everything we saying, like, even with the making you the villain. Mm-hmm. Nigga, my ex-wife, my ex-wife reached out the bitches that she reached out the people, my family members, my mama. Nigga, she wrote Shea Butter. Damn. She wrote this Shea Butter. Another another comedian. Shout she out to done, she done wrote my co-workers at the real job. Like, you know he got another bitch and blah blah. Then she wrote my co-workers in the comedy world, all this shit. Oh my god. To do what though? Huh? Yo, to try to what? Like, oh this god. shit is to, wild. To defame me, to just what? make me seem like a villain. You know what's so crazy about that shit? Because I've heard this story before where women basically like uh send an email to like the ho- his employer and shit and say, you know, you know, even though I know he has a family, I just want you to know that your employee is spending time, you know, if he comes mm-hmm. late, and you'd be like, that only makes you look that only makes the woman look crazy, crazy as hell. They justified in their mind. Though, Man, I'm right? in Vegas. Ain't nobody Everybody reading that shit. Like, hey, that's why you just sent me a long paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is you opening up to motherfuckers that you didn't even talk to when we was together? Man. Out of control, man. Yeah, people just look at that and be like, she crazy I know we talk a lot on here like women ain't shit, but this this is just the only space that I feel like niggas get to talk this shit because <laughs> yeah. we don't. So I know we feel like we beat this drum a lot, but I just really feel like niggas take a bad rap. We fuck no 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 niggas don't get a bad rap. We get everything we deserve. I just think we never talk about this side of it. Nobody ever talk about yeah. this side of it because a woman will find a way to justify it and say why this is cool and yep. why they do that and. We can never justify ours. We just own up and be like, yeah, we not shit. I fucked mm-hmm. up. I did this. I did that. They love to be like, well, I did that because you didn't give me these things that I needed yeah. and, and all Even that. Even cheating. Cheating historically is known, quote unquote, as a man. Like, okay, if a woman cheats, it's because the man did it's something, he ain't something doing, yeah. for her. Uh, whereas if a man cheat, he just being greedy. Which that's a whole nother concept that you know I, I rebuke the whole concept of cheating, but yeah, Cardi don't believe cheating is real. No. We gonna get into that too. Shit, when I Come cheat, I cheat for everything that my current woman don't have. If you can't like cook, bitch, I'm fucking somebody come there at school. You don't clean, I'm finna find me a janitor on the side. I ain't never seen no cold janitors. <laughs> <laughs> And porno would be cold too. Yeah, no, those hoes be uh, French maids. Yeah, this nigga say he fucking a janitor. Every janitor I know is a nigga, and he Chaldean. This nigga say I'm gonna find me a cold ass janitor to fuck. It might be if you know a cold janitor, nigga. I can't wait to this platform big enough to where niggas send me pictures of sexy ass janitors. Cause that just don't sound like a job built for a sexy bitch. Like, yeah. you th- you think it's a bad Bernice Burgos looking bitch that when somebody kid throw up in school, they come out with the little dust and put it down. And dry the shit up. It made me. You made me think of something. Oh, you know what? I pulled. I pulled one. No, you did. I yes, I did. And I'm. I'm gonna send you a picture. But I remember I was considering at the time. I was considering going to. Uh, what's that? U of M Dearborn. Yeah. The minute I walked in U of M Dearborn, I was like, damn, she thick as hell. 
<laughs> and, <laughs> and I go to the admissions office, but you know you're trying to like eye the timing of like, okay, she work here, so yeah. I know she gonna be, but I don't. I hope she don't like break and hit that other hallway. So I realized where I needed to go, and then I still hit her with the, hey, it, is this the admissions office for like? And then I saw her. She locked eyes. I was like, yeah, that, that shit's all a lie. I really came over here to say something to you. I mean, let me lock in. But Damn. you know, that's always my talk. So Yeah, Car get to it cold. quick. He got into a cold janitor, but nigga, hey, I guess you gotta do that sometimes. So Andre Rising threw a cooler at you. Why did this happen? Cause I was I was childish. I was so I was I was immature. I knew How you know, old was you? I was uh sixteen. I used to play football for him. Okay. So he got a tattoo big on on his neck to say Lisa. Okay. So practice. I kept asking, him, "Hey, man, coach, who is Lisa?" He, you know, so he ignored me for about three, four times. But now, you know, what I'm saying we going over plays and shit, and I'm like, "Hey, but, but coach, who is Lisa though?" Yeah, yeah, but coach, who is nigga? End up getting mad. So he said, "We get your fat ass out of here." He threw the cooler at me, an empty cooler. Damn. So wait a minute. She was dead by this time, right? Yeah. Oh, you a wild little nigga. Yeah, this was like this was like 15 years after the shit. Damn. I mean, kids is childish, but I would have threw something at you, too. <laughs> <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga somewhere fucking Andre Rise. This nigga said, who is Lisa? Okay, so that's good. We did not defame another childhood. Yeah, you was wrong. Show no, it, was, it, was me, it was me for sure. Was yeah, me for you, sure. Was out of your, you was out of pocket for that. Man, day. he was the coolest coach. He was just sit on nothing. No, I ain't going to defame him. He was the coolest coach. He let us drive his car nigga. one time, nigga. He did you? He let, let you drive his car? Let us, let, let us drive his car. Damn. His son used to play for the Southfield Jayhawks. Mm. As soon as Andre Rosen Jr. He went south or somewhere, but uh, all right. So uh, me and Kari was that open mic. My girl was with me, and um, I'm sitting there waiting on the show to go down. Shout out to Wind Down Wednesdays over there at the spot that we can't say where it's at because they don't want niggas to know where it's at. So yes. you got to get DM to come. But you got uh, to get a DM. Shout you got to get a DM. <laughs> Speaking Something damn, like that Low key and damn near It's like you gotta Knock on the door twice And shit <laughs> They gotta put a code in To let you in the gate But uh We over there Kicking that open mic We sitting around Chilling Writing a notebook Cause you get a free notebook From 6 to 8 To write And then you can perform God bless you And then 8 to 12 is open mic And I'm featuring So I'm sitting there Chilling And um Kari wasn't there yet But I'm sitting in there And a, a young lady That I know For a very long time Came through Spoke to everybody She was with somebody She kicking it I'm kicking it I'm saying hey whatever She asked me She's like this your girl I'm like yeah She's like oh okay, I need to know how nice I need to be to her Cause if she ain't nice woo, 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 good, woo, You know whatever Whatever Bet So she go over there She starts speaking And then she got a little extra Extra like Hey what's going on Oh my gosh She's so gorgeous She's just beautiful oh, Josh, She too good for you You know all that other shit And I'm like Hell no you crazy Lesbian you wild I ain't gonna say her name She a lesbian Yeah <laughs> Lesbian you crazy You know what I'm saying I'm just saying that to say that You crazy So then I kind of sitting there chilling And her and my girl Having a conversation Back and forth Whoopty woo I'm gonna let it happen Everything was cool It just didn't seem like too wild It was a little extra though Kari get there you know what I'm saying? Kicking it. He got he got his uh khakis on. He got his khaki shorts on. His uh polo. His uh his grown man loafers on. And then he come. Kari sit down. Then he start hearing the way she start talking to my girl. Oh my gosh, she's so fine. Woo 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 wop wop wop. So I kind of at that point, I basically because I'm just at the show trying to not even just trip about what's going on. I just kind of go into my own zone. And then Kari. Can pick up where he All right, so kind of tapped in. She tapped. Okay, so when I first sat down, the first thing she said, uh, 
well, first I just give Josh play. I'm, I'm like peeping the whole scene. Yeah. And then it's always like playing down like my man girl because it's my man girl. So uh, I sit down and, and then she's like, you see how gorgeous she is? She's beautiful, isn't she? I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like, that's my man girl. So yeah. I, I know that I honor it. Good taste. Keep it going. Then yes, she Lord. said, no, she's just so beautiful. The minute she did that and leaned further towards her, my thought process was like, all right, she trying her. Yes, Lord. This is a flirt move. Mm. This ain't no just she's beautiful because she's let it be known twice within like, you know, a minute of knowing. Like, she don't even introduce who she is to me before she telling me this. And I'm like, I've seen this. This is thirsty dude. Yeah. But it's just from a woman. So I just, you know, pull out the big joker and I say, okay, so y'all trying to do a three-way? Yep. I think you got this three-way set up, Josh. And then she said, uh, uh, no, it's nothing like that. I'm like, well, you said she's beautiful. You see Josh, you know, that's what it would be. Yeah. If you if you go on with her, you're going to get with him too. So, yeah. I mean, what what the play? Made it hella uncomfortable for her. And it made the whole thing different. Josh taps back in and Josh says, look, you, Kari right? if you was a dude. I'd have been shut you down. Ben shut you down I would have never let you like Like that's like you RJ You my nigga You come sit down And be like Man your girl fine That's really a lot to say anyway Yeah But it's one thing That's what I'm saying It's one thing Yeah it's one thing For you to just keep saying it Even to say she fine Maybe if you say Man damn boy you got one That's what I'm used to niggas saying That's cool Like along the lines of that They would definitely And then even when a dude say that He gonna say it to you When Without her hearing Yeah exactly but if a dude giving a compliment to your woman where she can hear, that's trying. That's what it was. And basically what I told her was like, you use the fact that you're a lesbian, mm. which means you're a girl or a woman, and you use that as a way to come over here and kick it and in a disguise be like, oh, I ain't on shit. I'm just over here kicking it being cool. But in reality, you're kind of trying to put a bid in yeah. to eat some pussy later on down in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to say shit though. because I was already frustrated what's going on. And had she let me know, she was just kicking and keeping it cool. Had she gave me the signal she was uncomfortable, I would have shut the shit down. But Kari came over there because Kari don't like lesbians. He very hilarious. he hates gay people. He's hilarious. like the baby. No, and um, that nigga Kari at the, the one of his concerts, he's like, if you ain't eating no pussy in the parking lot, <laughs> keep your keep your cell phones in there. <laughs> you said that for real? No, he. That's why he don't rap no more, baby. <laughs> That's why my nigga don't rap no more. Cause they they canceled my nigga. I'm yeah, not man. the baby. Yeah, but that nigga said that. But then it was just funny. It's just funny how they try that shit, and then it's like you think you slick. Yeah. And then she the type that I've seen somebody cutting to her girl or just even be talking to her girl and she don't play none of that. Yeah. Like fuck even saying she cute. She not letting niggas talk to her girl. So I'm like, I'm letting you with all this leeway just because I'm not tripping because I know what it is. But it's like in reality, if you was a nigga, I would have been dog checked you. Yeah. If that Absolutely. was a nigga, damn big dog. Well, so what you want? So so what? Nah, I'm gonna let you do what? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I ain't even that nigga to come off like that. But we made it known. And had Kari not said, I probably would have said that because she'd eventually left because she wasn't getting that. No way. She was just, you're so fine. Your skin is so woo 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 woo. It's like cool. It's other people to talk to. Get the fuck on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that happened. Um, and then Kari was talking to me about some text message that he received. We gonna go okay. into that? Same same type of just miscommunication. As people know, I think the concept of cheating needs to be looked at completely different 
because because cheating is looked at as if like it's a selfish act or whatever but cheating is a selfish act let's get into the thought process all right <clears throat> monogamy that word monogamy is relatively a new concept a I'll european know. concept i don't know i don't right concept i knew so like maybe like 600 700 years Okay, monogamy 607 years. That's a very new concept, he says. Let's go. Human beings, the whole idea of monogamy is like a concept that's put into our minds. I don't know how natural that shit is. Mm -hmm. How natural is monogamy? You loyal to your barber. I agree, but at the same time, I I still have switched in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. If so somebody, let's, let's, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If somebody provides you something that you feel like nobody else can give you, and you're like, I like this over here, these intangible things, I okay. stay here. And let me tell you this: what I'm saying is because if we're saying that T-Mo, what sex up, boy? is what breaks it, one time for Timo, sex is an act. The same way, like you know, sex can be looked at. If you have, it's it's always about the discernment. It's yeah. less about. It's less about if you gonna fuck somebody else. It's like, what was the terms and conditions and what did you go through to get some side pussy or some side dick? It's more the discernment. How do you make the decision? Mm. That is what we should look frown upon way more than the whole idea of just period. Because women almost equated to like, you know, you fuck my sister is like a guy, you know, a, you somebody you went to high school with from years ago that's back in from out of town yeah. she married you married but y'all happen to be in at the same time you can get it it'll be clean then she goes out of town that's not like fucking your wife's sister during Thanksgiving and people can hear y'all smacking so you yeah. saying it's way worse shit yes and it's different discernment you can make about if you have sex with somebody but technically as a man a woman should know her man period the the same caution and discernment he had about fucking you, you should imagine that's how he make decision when it come to fucking. So that if he fucking you, he probably fucking bitches of your caliber. So you shouldn't really trip if he out here in the streets. Yes, very much so. Meaning like I don't think that like you know if you think of stuff like if a dude is willing to, I don't know what some shit where I think that a woman probably should really raise a red flag about. What expectations she should have Given a dude some pussy Okay if you meet a guy And he's insistent on like Fucking you in the bathroom Of The establishment y'all meet And that's the first time y'all fuck Public place Bathroom of a place Where you can't get arrested And it don't matter That's probably the type of guy If you marry him And he fucks somebody on the side He gonna do some wild shit Yeah I don't fucking cars and shit like that I'm a weird nigga so but it ain't gonna be different. the first time. But if a nigga initially just trying to get to it quick as hell, he's probably a nigga that's fucking any and everywhere and any and everybody. That's what I'm saying. I put too much thought into fucking. Like I couldn't just fuck somebody like me and my nigga use this analogy, and I think I told Corey about this. Where like I used to read meters and we used to have to come in and read the meter because a lot of the gas meters are inside now. Where they used to be. And he was like, What if a bad bitch just was in there and she was just in there half naked and try to give you some pussy? I would have to at least Text this bitch for a day to fuck her. Yeah. Okay, and that means that your discernment is it's still gonna take some form of communication. I couldn't just straight up be like, all right, come on, to fuck you. I can definitely feel it. 
Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. Because you got married at 24. You love love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Do you love love like that? Huh? Because we didn't even get into that. We got out of, out of pocket talking about car shit. I don't want to get too far off of that. Go make your point, car. We got to get back to you getting married at 12. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> so, old girl, oh, what did old girl misunderstand? And what's you and her relationship? Uh, I'm getting to know her. Look, we in the getting to know. So why don't you think you can't be monogamous? Are you finna read us the text message? Yeah, I'm about to all read right, cool. the text. Because we put all our business out here on this podcast. That's how we live. <laughs> okay, we was we talking about heart something else. Matter of fact, can y'all give us some hearts right here? Because we give we give our heart on this show. <laughs> we logically give our heart away on this. So bitch. first, and, and see, this was we an think alley with you. our hearts. This was an alley oop. Um, how important is dating to you? So for portrait, what's up? And so I knew that that was getting somewhere, you know. So I said, well, you know, it's it's I I don't even know what I consider dating, you know what I mean? Single, married. So I'm like, I, like I don't know if I enjoy spending time with you, you enjoy spending time with me. Nigga, so for portrait. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? We don't need yeah. to necessarily label this shit or do anything, but that's what we gonna do. And then came. Remember, you said it's okay with cheating in a relationship, so you don't really prefer exclusivity or monogamy. I said, wow, that's what you interpreted? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to communicate better. That's what I said. And she said, well, that's from our conversation. Then I told her, look, that's man, what you want to do. That's what you make no do. damn sense. So the whole thought process is a lot of the monogamy shit is seeing something as a possession. People aren't possessions. You know, and and keeping people kept. So like my discernment about what decisions I would make, she would not. She didn't understand it. It's like my sexual discernment is smart enough. No matter what, if I'm with somebody, I'm gonna have more discernment. That means mm-hmm. that I'm not gonna be no loose. But even being single, I'm not fucking any and everybody. That's so I gotta saying. have some level of comfort. My level of comfort it takes a lot of little hurdles to get me comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Because fucking. Even from a man's perspective, the dangers is different shit. Random woman in my house. You know what I'm saying? I at, at some point in time she gonna be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh and not just like she can steal some shit, but we don't know what the fuck going on. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be a little smart about how you, you gotta gonna move. rock with Niggas it. Niggas is not just out here running around like he said, and just because we not together, I'm not saying that. I'm fucking everybody And that you fucking everybody I'm just yeah. saying that I know with titles Come responsibilities And expectations And I don't want that And a lot of times When all that shit Get involved Now The relationship Kind of takes a hit Yeah Or you know I've noticed that Once once, once a girl goes from once, some, once a woman goes from Your girl To your wife She become like Nigga I'm your wife Like nigga It's something that come with that Like you can't do this And do that And it's like Whoa Wait 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 What the hell We gotta We gotta be the husband You gotta be the wife before Because the shit Really ain't gonna change Yeah We can get the title But the title Is more so uh, 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 I mean Legally shit change Society gonna see us differently And our family Gonna see us differently But our behavior Should be consistent I shouldn't be doing you know what I'm saying? I, you shouldn't expect more from me when just because, you know, I was. My nigga Benny Blaze said facts. He's week. married. 
What do you say? Facts. He said facts. And he's a saying. married nigga. Because like you said, don't expect more from me, but expect the most. You know what I'm saying? Mm, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, I'm going, I understand as your husband, I got to come to the table with all that other shit. I'm going to come with it. I wouldn't have never took this responsibility. But don't come on here with this extra ass sense of entitlement now because now because under the eyes of God, this, that, and whatever. Like, I'm going to respect that. But chill. Hey, you know what's you know what's funny? And you was a when married you, nigga at twenty four. I know. Look, Go into that. We, Give us to us. One thing I know firsthand: when you get married, men are expected to give more, while women get more selfish. We no, are, it's not fun no more. Heaven said, "You're right." Go ahead. Women are men are expected to give and provide more, and to give more. And women are women take more. Where they get more selfish. You 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 get to see. How selfish are women? Women, uh, how selfish women are when it comes to things like money. Mm, talk about it, young nigga. You could be out here, bro. Okay, so me being married at twenty four. Mm. My wife would do things like I'm standing here looking. I could, I could, I couldn't get sex till I gave her some money. What? She needed some money for so yeah, yeah. I take that pussy from you. You mine. <laughs> um. How's that not embezzlement? Uh, man, what? How's that not blackmail? You taking so, my pussy from me? How's that not kidnapping? It wasn't all the time, but it was sometimes I couldn't get sex unless Shit, I gave her some money. Fit. I can't take that pussy from her, can I? Because that's rape, even though you're my wife. But you can embezzle the pussy. You can <laughs> blackmail me with the pussy. You can kidnap the <laughs> pussy that's supposed to be mine in the eyes of God. But I can't take it. But you can use it as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you wrong. Go ahead. The roles change a little bit, whereas... You can be with a woman, y'all can struggle together mm. and, and hold each other down and, and work together towards the house, toward building the household and coming up when you when that's your girl, but when that's your wife. Said, bro, Vin. When that's your wife. Vinny said, whoa. <laughs> Get that shit off your chest, but nigga. But when, when that's your wife, it's like, no, nah, nigga, you gotta work. I gotta I, I gotta depend on you. I gotta I gotta wait on you. What you gonna do? Yeah, what, she what looking you, at you like what are we you gonna, gonna make do? this? No- hmm. My wife would be broke. All right, baby, here go here go two hundred dollars. Boom. Okay. I remember days I'd be fucking. Like, hey, baby, uh, I, it's Wednesday. I get paid Friday. Can you give me some gas money? Bitch? You see me, how you even scratch your ear? Give me and being nervous, <laughs> just talking about the scenario. No, yeah. you shouldn't feel that way. But look, go ahead. I'd be like, the hey, little look. tales that you see, he even felt fucked up. Asking, like, bitch, I'm fucked up. Yeah, Can you help yes. me now? Yes, I'm like, hey, sad baby, that look, we can't uh, be fucked up. It's Wednesday. I got two days. I get paid. I'm on E. She give me. She give me five dollars. Whatever little uh, change in her purse. Out of that, out of that two hundred you just gave her. Yes. Yeah. See. Oh man, that's that's that tough shit. Like the money talk, so much other shit. You know what I'm saying? And then like you can live individually. I assume if marriage, I would do my money, your money, our money. Yeah. But even our money, you know, it's still her money. Yes. Because our money is just whatever big adventure you want, whether it be travel across the world, redoing the deck, mm. new car. Um, buying something so your mama can have a better bedroom when she come visit us because she gonna take care of the child care responsibilities and all. It's like, all right, renovation of the bedroom, that's still your money. All yeah. these things ain't shit guys gonna save for. Yeah, she spent you know her money on herself. The mm-hmm. our money is still projects that she wanna do, yep. even if the projects she wanna do is it your household? It still could be some shit she really want to do, but she gonna paint it like Mike it's Larry. the whole family. Shout out to Mike Larry. Nah, nigga, everything you saying is hundred percent, bro. I don't know where we got in this world where these women can say 
if you take me out, if you ask me out on the first date, you should buy my outfit. I've I, got, I've heard, I've heard women's. I, I don't know if my this nails true done. or not. Bitch, I've been on you three days. I wouldn't know you shake your hand. Mm. I've heard some women say you got to cash at me to get my phone up. That's what I've heard is some going on yeah. these so days. Put it like this then. Let's, let's get here. made it too comfortable for women to feel comfortable Because we, we all over the place. Let's get here. Is niggas just, are niggas weaker as far as like we just lamer or are women just bolder or women just more fucked up? So it's, it, it, because it, it can't be. Is it niggas just more like, all right, I'll give you some money? Or is it women like, I need more money from you, nigga? Which one of them is it? It's 50 50. No, I, th- I don't think you can. I think, uh, so, so let me say this. I think it's 50 50 because now women got different options. Because of certain technology and shit we got yeah. available today. Larry say, I'm going to just stay married. Yeah. Women women ain't got to fuck with a young nigga like me. They can go get a 48 year old who's in better shape than me. Got the honey pack keeping them straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got all, he got stocks, bonds, all this shit together. Yeah. He ain't got nothing. He ain't got. He ain't, he ain't got to focus on nothing but dying at this point. But he don't drink a nejo. He don't smoke hookah. Yep. She's settling, and he's settling too. We mm-hmm. talked about this before. She's settling for a nigga who can keep, so can she can be care kept financially. So she can be kept, and he's settling for a bitch who never really gonna feel him mm-hmm. the way he want to be felt. Just to have but, a bad bitch. But around. he, but he understand this young bitch is gonna be around, and he can get what he want out of her every once in a while if he paying her. So at the, them two people that's just settling. Yeah. I feel like. You know what I'm saying? That's one. And um, I mean, I don't know, man. This whole shit just wild to me, dog. I can't wait till money is obsolete, nigga. And we just out here, just uh, I don't know what the next form of currency gonna be. It might be love. I know we'll probably be long gone and dead by then. But nigga, I'm just tired of the fact that a motherfucker can sit here and say to me, "You need to cash at me before." Yeah, I give you my number, but put in your cash at first and send me some. For what? Bitch, bitch, let me get some money. But let's say this too, though. The, the cashing out balling culture But it's a lot of dudes I think That leave with their wallet We've been hearing yeah. this for all all over time That men leave with money And it's certain men But now Big tricks Now the whole leading with your wallet world Is it's almost like I think guys are competitive with other guys To be like I flew, you know, I flew her out five times. My nigga Fonz, my nigga Fonz said she broke. It's glorified in the music. Original original Joe J. Is that Joe? Original Joe J. That's producer Joe? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, what up, though, Joe? Hurst done joined in here. But you said what now? All these these Nathaniel niggas, man. A lot of women put, a lot of women got their own money, fuck with them. But that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of women with money, but they feel like they can have theirs and they want to spend yours and ours. Like the whole scenario you put together, yours, hers, and ours. She wanna spend yours and ours and then have hers for what? So that's my thing with the it go back to the Dr. Dre shit. You don't think that bitch had a nice little nest egg sitting around from her whole shit that she doing and what he's breaking her off and now I gotta maintain you? Bitch, she probably been a billionaire on the low. Before Dre even got there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't think if her nigga invested in, uh, look at Kim Kardashian. You don't think if this nigga invested in uh beats that he didn't get her together on some, and then she ain't use her own money and get some. Yeah, You're right. Man. I thought Dre, I paid nigga pod, make her fall in love. Fridays make me hate women. Fridays make me from from ten to twelve, bro. I really don't fuck with y'all. 
Because I get to thinking and talking out loud, bro, and this liquor be in me. And I be like, man, they truly ain't shit. What's up, my baby, my baby head, Ginger Nation 96. I miss you, boy. I just saw him the other day at 90s. But, um, yeah, Cardi, this shit just crazy. RJ? It, it's, it is wild. I mean, I got the question. Okay, at 24, how long did it take for you to know this shit is a rap? When, when, how long did it take? Was it like a year? Was it, okay, Ooh. so what was it like a culmination of events or what was, what was that last event that made you snap and say, yeah, this shit ain't gonna last? So, uh, she dropped me off at school, man. Nigga, <laughs> 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 pack me no lunch. It was, um, <laughs> me no lunch. she was so thing is, her baby daddy was like 32. Her, no, he was like 46. You a little young ass nigga. He looking around at you like, man, look at this young fuck nigga in this house. <laughs> That's funny. Go ahead. So she was used to always mess with older niggas and who give me some money and ran over him. Shout out to my nigga Marcus the Realtor. Can't wait to see you on Money and Problems. That shit look like it's going to be funny. Yeah, shout out to Lamar Willie, man. That's that movie I shot with them niggas, Sagging Up. You know what I'm saying? Sagging Up uh, alumni. Josh, what up, though? Josh, you the GOAT. What up, though? I appreciate it, nigga. I'm just a Leo. Can't live with him. Can't live with him though. My bad. Go ahead. Oh no, I just no, no. want to get the comments. Good. The um, she was used to running over old niggas, you know, and cause all her baby, like all all her exes was old niggas. Like it was weird. Dave Jizzle, what up? And it was um, uh, <laughs> it was just she. She thought she could talk to me any kind of way, treat me kind any kind of way. Mind you, when we were when we were just dating, bitch was on top of shit. She cooked, she cleaned. Mm. I ain't had no issue, but. We got married. It was I was like I was like got me a good one. Bet we got married. All that shit changed, nigga. I'm eating McDonald's every day. <laughs> shit. Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute. You so oh so she was cooking at first and then you start eating McDonald's. I'm eating McDonald's every day, mm. nigga. I'm sitting at home with her kids. <laughs> she, she at the club with her I, sister and shit. I said, bitch wanted some help. They want a husband. She wanted some help. How old, was, how old was the youngest kid? How old was the oldest kid? Oh, nigga. So she, okay. She had four kids. <laughs> she had Damn. four kids. The oldest, four, nigga, I'm 24. The oldest is 12. Okay. The oldest is 12. Second one was 10. Then it was like six and three. Shout okay. out, hold on real quick. Damn, shout so out to my nigga. Fresh, fresh out some shit with that three-year-old. Yeah. Shout out to my nigga Keywon <laughs> out there so, in Pontiac. So you sitting there like helping with homework, changing diapers? Yes. <laughs> yes. That other nigga was too old. You was just out of high school. So she was like, nigga, he, gonna, he know all this algebra. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at cheese. She went from a sugar. She, she had a sugar daddy. Now she was like, nigga, now I need a tutor. Now nigga. I need a tutor. When I tell you, I was a That stepdaddy should I be talking about myself. That is real, nigga. I was a coldest stepdad, nigga. I potty trained damn. the youngest baby. Damn, you he said potty train. God damn, and she at the club. <sighs> Fuck that. <laughs> I feel Keep, you. Keep on. Let's, Let's run it back. Keep on. Let's run it back. Keep on. That shit last, nigga. That shit lasted uh, a year. Okay, so the event that made you say "fuck this shit" was it going to the club? Uh, no, it wasn't even. It wasn't even going to the club shit. It was uh, cause it was. That wasn't like an all the time thing. Okay, but it was just that I realized that this woman has. I had to. Re- I saw who she really was. Uh-huh. I'm thinking like, okay, I got me an older chick. You know what I mean? We want to make sure she had. She, she got a business. This bitch, cause she had a career and all of that. She uh-huh. got a career. She got a business. You know, 
we finna make some shit happen. Power couple type shit. Then I realized like Hold on, hold on, hold on. My nigga Fonzo said, make her pay for the first date and see if she call you back. Um, Dave Jizzle, damn, uh, is that train in the building? He ain't even see a picture. You just sound like a big nigga. Cause train big. Um, salute, damn, I missed this show. My nigga one the great said, nigga thought he left up. Got turned into a live, a living babysitter. Hell yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so <laughs> I saw real. I, <laughs> I you, you know when you see a motherfucker for who they are. I'm like I'm, I'm thinking like I got me a little cold one. You know this look good. She, on, she, on paper she look good. She, yeah, she look good. Got a business and shit. Mm, it's like Russell Westbrook triple doubles. He, he gonna fit right in with AD LeBron. Like, hey dog, hold up, <laughs> nigga. This I got. Uh, this bitch had this bitch lived with her parents with <laughs> all four of the kids. Like this bitch lived with her parents' house. Like it's. She probably she had a re- she no women. No women. The reason was like, look, I had to move back in here because da 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 da. Oh, like had been standing there for some years already. They still be like, I, da 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 da. I, I mean, but I've she never. Had, she's never. I realized she had never lived on her had, own. Lived on her own. Had her kids by herself. Uh-huh. She always had somebody there to somebody take the load help. off. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, I'm the help. Yeah. That 48-year-old nigga was like, hey, you been going with all that? I ain't watching any kids. I'm about to get out here and go I'm get my street. fuck so I'm around. I'm about to get my boat behind Shane Park. I ain't, the he- I ain't the husband. I'm the help. Yeah. So I did what any man would do and called the hoes. I just, I got out in these streets. I said... Damn, so how long did I y'all stay married? A year. Y'all was married a year? Did you have like a big wedding? Yeah, non medium sized wedding. She just was needed to do something that night. She like, can we hurry up and get married? She had something to do later. <laughs> like, let's, let's get married real quick. So you married this girl at 24, you was 25, so you a divorcee? Yes. Shit, man, you done been through some shit, boy. RJ, I don't really know you. I never <laughs> knew you was married. Yeah. That's yeah. scandalous, man. Damn, so do she still so she up there, right? Huh? In Flint. Yeah. So she's still around, so it's a small place. Do you see her still? I so I still get I still get one of the kids. I still I was t- gonna say, do the kids you still do. get them? I still get one of them. One I built I built the bond one of them. The other three was like, fuck me. I was like, fuck y'all two. Um How old is the one you got the bond with? Well, seven, eight. The youngest. I mean, I guess you a cold nigga for that. Huh? See, you a cold see nigga her daddy for that. was dead though, so that was that well, was. Yeah, real. I mean that's fucked up, but you still a cold nigga for that because you could have easily been like, I ain't yeah, doing yeah. nothing. When, yeah, and when I tell you the bitch dragged me through the mud, nigga, me and my mama and, didn't and talk. And you doing and you taking care of a kid that yes. ain't got nothing to do with you outside of the bond you built. You're not, you're not like this, like the opposite no, was, of the JD nigga, was, story. Was, it's make up for that bullshit. I was yeah. stepdaddy of the year, nigga. I remember one year I spent three bands on they kid on the kids' Christmas. Nigga, I Ooh. bought they I bought they her oldest son they first pair of J's, nigga. Uh. Like the mama was like, who bought you them? I know your mama ain't bought them. RJ must have got them. Damn. Uh, shit like that. I know the daddy was like, that 48 nigga was like, that young nigga working. <laughs> <laughs> that young nigga getting down. <laughs> Damn, RJ, you got a life about you. You need to talk about that. I didn't know about these kids and stuff like yeah, that, but you got to so talk about that. she made you like a single mom and shit. <laughs> and she at the club. Like, what, what club is she at in Flint? To where she got to leave you at the house? Where she at? Strawberry? What's the name of the club out there? Uh, <laughs> I can't say the name. Nigga. I'm gonna reveal who she is and shit. Damn, RJ. Hey, I... you said reveal. It was who you was married to. Oh yeah, you right. <laughs> shit. You right. We got. Uh... Nigga, it's 250 people in Flint. 
that means if it's 200 people on your shit, chances are one of them gonna be this like, RJ act like this shit a secret. <laughs> I know, he said, well, yeah, nigga, I, uh, <laughs> Young nigga still was able to bounce, then. Nigga, she yeah. in here right now. She's talking on my comments. She's like, that nigga lying. We're gonna have you on the show, baby. You get who, the time. Who's that? What's the name? It don't even matter. You're gonna have your chance to be on here. your live, nigga. <laughs> She ain't on here. This nigga scared for real. <laughs> so you got married. So at any point in time, was it love though? Like at any point oh, in definitely. that year, was it really good? Like you was like, was, man. In the beginning, it was great. It was, it was. You know what I'm saying? I, I it was. How like, long was y'all kicking it beforehand? I don't know if I missed that <laughs> two, part. Two, three years. Two, so kicking it two, three years. That's not like enough time. So then, in so for how long in the, the marriage was it got really good? Hmm. I said, how long in the marriage? Like was it like how long oh, was it cool. good in the marriage? Oh, he was like about four days. Wow, <laughs> about four days. About so baby day five, four days. she was like, "Yo, you gonna have to babysit. I won't be back tomorrow." We got a double. We was at the honeymoon. <laughs> we was on the honeymoon, and it was you know it was like, uh, but no, it was not for real. About realistically, a couple months, couple months. You know, it, it was just because nigga, I'm gonna tell you a crazy story. Tell him. She was the best woman in the world. You know. I remember I'd be like, hey, can you put, buy, buy me these, these trues real quick. I like these. Just a tester. Bitch, bought the trues. You know what I mean? When we, get, when we got married, I started seeing how selfish she was. Mm. I'm taking you on these extravagant date, date, dates. I'm doing shit I ain't, young niggas at 24 wasn't able to do. Because no. I'm still making 80000 a year working at the cell phone place. Wow. So I'm taking this bitch on helicopter rides. You know, her son was getting bullied. I put the little nigga in karate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga, our son was getting his ass beat. He was like, man, come here, man. I'm going to show you how to get it, man. Put this nigga. Shit like that. This nigga teaching this nigga some shit that them Flint niggas ain't going. Them Flint niggas don't give a fuck about no karate, nigga. <laughs> nigga, Andre Ross is throwing coolers at niggas. What the fuck you going to do? What a roundhouse going to do when a nigga throw a cooler at you? Nigga. Oh, shit like that. So, and that's so... Sweetest day. You know, that's that's like the nigga's holiday. Sweetest supposed day. supposed to be. <laughs> so I got put together on Sweetest Day, nigga. I got some Cree. I got like a gallon of Hennessy. Let me tell you what I got on Sweetest Day from her. <laughs> I got put together. So I come home from work, you know. So I'm working at Comcast and shit. I come home from work. We had a patio. It's a candlelight there on the patio. Damn. We belong together. I know you're not from Flint, but it's 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 it's, it's, it's China Garden. It's a Chinese. It's a little Chinese food. Okay. Ch- Ch- it's Chinese takeout on the plate, on paper plates, on the candlelit dinner. Chinese takeout. Miss like, gave me Panda Express for Sweetest Day. Wow. On the plate. And I was like, I I can't even fuck with this. I'm gonna get heartburn eating this Chinese food. Like, wow. You know, Olive Garden's still open. We probably can catch them. And sh- so she got Panda Express, nigga. Panda Express on a plate. This nigga was a model stepdad of the year. They say. I know, dude. He, this was stop saying, oh, somebody, but, but somebody said, this stop lying. So crazy, huh? This one's so crazy about this. I said, stop lying on Flint niggas. My nigga said the cell phone. My nigga Brian said the cell phone game did pay. Yo, what's crazy about it is he said you. She still paints you as a villain if she talk about you. Oh hell, and yeah. you do it on all that shit. Yeah, bro. This is what I'm gonna sit here and say. 
And you gave her free babysitting for a whole year. <laughs> a whole year, nigga, you got her together. A whole year with free daycare. That's nigga. like that's like ten thousand. How much is daycare per kid? It ain't it ain't a pair of true religion jeans, nigga. <laughs> that nigga, she got all the way off. She was like, all right, I got two hundred for some jeans, nigga. Watch these kids. Watch these kids. <laughs> Didn't they have a book called uh uh, uh what? Uh, what is it called? Like traveling babysitter pants or some shit like that. <laughs> That's what them was. Them was traveling babysitter pants. Traveling babysitter. Yeah, what book was that? You know what book was that called? It was. It was called. It was, it was a movie. What was it called? Nigga was This nigga was in the brotherhood of the traveling true religion pants. The traveling babysitter pants. Well, no, it's actually the Jordan. It's the Jordan hoof shorts. Because remember, she she dressed her ex in that and him. Oh, that was the one who dressed you <laughs> like that? Yeah, she was dressed. Wait a minute. She dressed me she dressed, she dressed me like, you like old a, niggas. A 40-year-old old nigga? She, one, one year, she bought me and her daddy the same outfit. <laughs> Fucking Sean John shirt. It's 2017. Niggas ain't wearing Sean John in 2017. She bought, bitch had me bought me a platinum. Remember the platinum Fubu? Yeah. With the fat hour face on it. Damn, but nigga, you was, but you was still, but you was still wearing true religion too. So you weren't too far off, nigga. Because when you said true religion, I'm like, what? Oh, hold on, my nigga said secret of the Yaya sisterhood. Yeah. Okay, my nigga is crazy. These niggas going crazy, man. The comments. Said, so did she go to like a, a Salvation Army where next to a prison or some shit? Where nigga. she get? Where she get platinum Fubu? This bitch nigga. had a. T- this bitch, this bitch had the DeLorean, nigga. She's like, let me go get my nigga some truths. You thought she was at the club. This bitch was going let back to 96. Him, let, him, let me get him the Fat Albert Fubu. Nigga, I can't make this up. Nigga, they said she had the flux capacitor, nigga. And she jumped in that bitch and was like, let me go to 98 and get my nigga some Nietzsche. <laughs> you a good nigga, RJ. I didn't know that I you used was to be. A, I used to be. You ain't no more. My girl might be listening. She ain't. But no, you a good nah, nigga. Even playing. when you ain't and shit, you still a good nigga. I say that about myself. As much shit as motherfuckers can talk about me, once they get past all the other shit, they like the good outweighed the bad. Yeah. I really truly feel that. Like after they get past the bullshit. The good see, always outweigh the bad, but they love to villainize you. But so that's the, the problem because, like, they, even though they may emotionally know that you are good, they still gonna villainize you. When they talk about you, you ain't shit. Like, I have yet to hear a woman say, My ex was, we just didn't get along, you know what I'm saying? But I liked him, I grew apart. It is what it is. It's always he was not shit. He did this to me. He did it, that. It don't add up. Yeah. Hard keep saying that. It just don't add up. Why would you fuck with a nigga that long if he wasn't this and mm-hmm. he wasn't that? It don't add up. We don't believe you. Yeah. You need more true religion, James. <laughs> <laughs> and that just made me think of my song, my R&B song, man. I can't really play it right now because I got my little live jumping on. What, what's the song? I put the it. song is Her, Back of My Mind. Because it's basically her talking about, I'm still the greatest of all time in the back of your mind. So no matter who your ex is, they can say what they want. In the back of your ex's mind, she got to understand that she had a good nigga. He ain't have a neck, but he had a big heart. It's the R&B song. It's the R&B song of the day. Her, in the back of my mind. Because you, and this is dedicated to you, my nigga. Oh, when it gets to me, I'll be 
thinking way too hard about our history. Oh, you ain't answered, you was gone, you a mystery. I should've never got involved with you. I set it off with you. I set it off with you. I said it off with you. I never asked what we was going, might get lost with you. I never let you pay for nothing when you are. You hungry? You hungry? No, no, no. That's good. All right, that song right there in the back of my mind, the hook really uh, basically uh, kind of um, surmises, I don't know if that word is the one I need to be using, but what it is, what we just talked about. As bad as somebody is in the back of their mind, in reality, when it comes down to it, if somebody about, talk, tell us about RJ, and she say all the fucked up shit. Okay, now you said that, now you can't keep dwelling on those three things you said. Mm. What else about them? It's 27,000 things she could probably say about you that's good. Yeah. So in reality, even if you was out here fucking up, and maybe you was you know, put like this, it's no justification in cheating. I want to mm. say that. Yeah. You, But you did, because niggas going to do what they do whenever well, they do what well, they do. Right, nah. I'm, I'm Go ahead, nigga. You don't want to talk about we going to leave. Go ahead. I'm, I'm saving this my, for my book. Never mind. Okay, cool. I'm saving it for my book. God damn. I'm writing the whole <laughs> book off. Nigga, if I get a movie, Ain't no it got to be four hours. Ain't nobody going to watch your ass for four hours. Ain't nobody gonna watch you for four hours, nigga. What you gonna do for four hours? Huh? They gonna sit there and watch you do it. I'm like, damn, look at him watching them babies. <laughs> <laughs> but like what I'm saying is, you a good nigga. And just anybody. And that's what anybody. I mean, as a nigga, I can never say nothing bad about nobody I fuck with for real. I, I don't have much to say about motherfucker. We just not built to do that. It's like, nigga, I'm always gonna take credit for what the fuck I did. I'm always gonna own up like, yeah, I did this. And maybe that's why such and such did whatever they did. You know what I'm saying? Or move the way they move. But um, RJ, uh, my shit paused due to poor connection. So uh, tell people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Facebook at RJ Leary. That's R-J-L-E-E-R-Y. I'm on Instagram at Comedian RJ Leary. Uh, you can catch me on Snapchat. It's I'm doing fine, still eating swine. Um, and that's everything. That's the name of your Snapchat? Yes. I'd have divorced your ass too. <laughs> you can say I'm doing fine eating swine. <laughs> Boy, pigs is fucking people up. Um, shows you got coming up? You want to uh, throw out there? You want to throw them shows out there? You got coming up? Uh, I got the weekly comedy show Thursday Thursdays every week. You can also catch me um beats at starters tomorrow night. Benefit show for Q so crazy. Benefit uh, show Sunday. What's, going on with that? What's the benefit show for? Huh? Is uh, his little brother got killed out in Atlanta. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Rest in peace. We definitely. I'm gonna come through that. Yeah, um Sunday I'm at Javon's Lounge with Mike Larry and Fago Red. Oh yeah, the Kings of Comedy. That's it. Yeah. All right, bet it up. Y'all follow my nigga and support my nigga. Uh, Kari, what's going on with you? What you got popping? Same old, same old. A lot of studio coming up this Thursday, um, like usual. But then after that, Friday, we're going to be doing something special for the next podcast. Y'all going to be able to uh, actually come see us do it as opposed to the usual. So uh, stay posted for that, too. So ain't no posted shit, nigga. Uh, my birthday is next week, weekend. I'm turning 37 years old. The birthday weekend is coming. It's changed from an inception to now. But, nigga, we here, and the 6th and the 7th is going down. We're going to do a live podcast Actually, at this studio somewhere on the property. We don't know where yet, but if you want to attend, tickets is available. Some stuff might be altered, but um, we're going to do a live podcast in the studio. You can be here and, in effect, 
you gonna drink what you want to drink, kick it how you want to kick. You can't do too much in here, but we gonna kick it here. And then the comedy show is the seventh, which is the next day, which is my birthday. So that's going down for sure. So uh, tickets still available. Go grab them, bitches. Um, RJ, my nigga, thank you for coming out. Thank you for, for real, my nigga. Appreciate you, man. I am very uh, I mean, I ain't nobody, nigga, but I mean, I'm. I hate to say proud Because I, I just You know You've been doing your thing For a while You're doing your thing Nigga I see you in it, And I'm inspired By what you're doing And make me want to keep going You know what I'm saying Likewise And like I said Keep doing what the fuck You're doing Don't stop Don't let nobody stop you Don't let nobody get in the way And whatever you're supposed to get You're going to get it Because it's there for you And um With that said man um, Everybody have a blessed day And uh What I guess You know Keep God first Everything else Fall in um Place God bless Good night man Y'all be cool Peace my nigga was 24 married yeah man crazy your girl made me some beats i'm with it because once this is done i'm going to write she about to be excited when i go home and tell her nigga she you're listening to the detroit is different after dark podcast network